0: The story is, I'm a bus driver, and I had one of my elementary school kids come up behind me while I was driving and say, I like you, cut, G, and then smack me in the back of the head the other day. And I had to be (laughs) like, that is absolutely not appropriate. And I still don't really know how to discipline kids effectively. Yeah. Because the last couple days... I respect that. My elementary schoolers have just been throwing shit out the windows. For... Mm. Just because that is, you know, that's their their want that's just the the impulse the vibe they get it's
1: what they're like and that's just what they want
0: every time i get on the 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 intercom and i'm like absolutely do not throw things out of the window you are littering you are endangering other drivers on the road you are being disrespectful i will tell your teacher and they don't even like look at me they just like keep doing their thing, and then like two minutes I mean, later, they do like, it again. You kick
2: kids off the bus, right? I
0: don't think I can kick kids off the bus.
2: Because bus teachers would do that.
0: <laughs> I don't Can't know. I guess I just need to. Bus?
2: <laughs> can you kick kids?
0: I, I don't know. And so, okay, here's the thing. My impulse is to be like, I'm going to talk to their teacher, right?
3: Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is like, even if I know the kids' names who are misbehaving. I don't know how to talk to the teacher and be like, hey, can you please get this kid in trouble? <laughs> like, that feels like a weird conversation to have yeah. to have. No, I, I mean, think, you could also I just, like, that's, threaten I think them. that's fair. It's like, like, this kid I is will... doing
2: something bad, and I know that you have the authority to, like, do something about it. I, right. think, that's, I think that's fair.
1: Yeah. Or you just say, I will tell your mom and your teacher and <laughs> Santa Claus. I'll tell Jesus. And... I'll tell Jesus, my dad's a pastor. Yeah,
2: I got I got my foot in the door, idiot. Yeah, yeah. Hell.
1: I got the hookups with the big guy upstairs. So. I hear it sucks. Have fun.
0: My dad's going to make that- you go to hell if you don't stop.
1: <laughs> Do you think that uh, throwing paper out the window is worth burning eternally? Because Do I think- don't.
2: Do you think if you just, like, got on the intercom and you're like, alright, anybody who throws something out the window is going to hell, do you think they would stop? Do you think that would do anything?
0: The other day, you know, because there are different um, you know, there are different stops. When you start the bus, you've got, like, 80 kids on there. And then uh, between the two stops, you've got, like, 30. And then my last stop, there are only, like, three kids. So we, like, kind of talk and hang out at the end of the day. Those are, like, good kids that I can pal around with. And but this the other day, one of these kids was like, if there was, like, if a nuke went off, like, how would you actually die? Like, what would kill you? I was like, mm. uh, I'm your bus driver. I don't feel like I'm qualified <laughs> to answer this question, and I don't feel like we should be talking about this.
2: I mean, we should have a conversation close... about radiation and how you will be a shadow on the wall, but I don't think you want to have right. that conversation, yeah. kid. Yeah. It's like it this kid's in like a blast.
0: Like, I don't know what's going to freak him out. <laughs> I don't know. Like,
1: just be like it's, it's, a, it's an explosion. you <laughs> like, well, actually, the nuclear bombs were um, that's a threat invented by Russia, so you shouldn't even be scared because they don't exist. <laughs> Just kidding.
3: Uh, (laughs) Uh,
2: Uh, Adeline, do you have an eye on
0: the stream? Are we successfully streaming? Yes, we are Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Hi, Ian and Dylan. I saw that you were commenting. It was just nonspecific specific enough to make you think that you were maybe doing that pre-show chatter thing. I am streaming today from a new computer in which I don't have the the sound wave thing set up yet. So we're going back to old school with just whatever (laughs) transparent GIFs I could find on the internet overlaid over our art like the good old days and i'm
1: streaming today from a brave new world in which i've received my second vaccination dose hell yeah and i feel weird (laughs) and subsequently feel like shit.
0: (laughs) i was really hoping oh go ahead keisha
1: oh i was like this morning i felt like pretty okay and then i got up and walked around for a little bit and i felt not as good but it was really only my stomach that hurt and it, it was like my brain didn't know that the rest of my body felt weird because I had a ton of energy and I was I was like listening to songs and really feeling good about the day and then around around two then my whole body was like just kidding, um, it's time for death, <laughs> and that's where to go I am to hell, now.
3: Keisha.
1: You, me, and and Steppenwolf make three.
0: <laughs> um. So. I'm, how are we feeling about about theaters in May? On our schedule, we tentatively have have Black Widow and Cruella both on on the docket for May. But um, mm-hmm. I I'm gonna be vaccinated soon. I'll I will most likely be fully vaccinated by the time May rolls around. I don't know if Adeline has any immediate plans for vaccination. I don't vaccination.
2: know if I am ever going to get vaccinated. No one has even <laughs> no one has even like. You could maybe get vaccinated or just no, no one has ever. I'm <laughs> just never gonna go to vaccinated nursing school and I would quick. love to get vaccinated, but it's just not well, gonna happen.
0: I mean, so okay, uh, I believe if you go to the Walgreens website, I think different states have different rules, but one of the people who are eligible for the vaccine currently are frontline workers, and that might be you, Adeline.
2: Yeah, I do work. Retail, Retail. Yeah. is that what they mean
0: I think so so if you go to the Walgreens website there's a little portal that says like oh are you eligible and you answer some questions and they'll be like yes you are Okay, cool. You can I'll maybe just say that. you have asthma also. That might work.
2: And maybe just lie. Just
0: lie and say I you have asthma. the draft
2: and also get the COVID. So yeah,
0: and they'll great. be like, wait, you don't have asthma? And you'll be like, I'm sorry, I needed to see Cruella for my podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't understand. <laughs> I... and they'll be like, no, we get it. That's like, we get like five people a day that are like... I got. I got
0: to record a podcast. I, I got to see Cruella for my podcast.
1: I got to see Cruella. I really don't want to watch Cruella. If I'm I being you want to watch Cruella, <laughs> no, I'd be hella down to talk about. Cruella. I'd be hella down to talk about Black Widow, but I don't want to watch Cruella. Be a weird girl boss Joker hybrid.
0: Have you what seen? What are you
2: talking about? That's exactly what I want
0: <laughs> Have you seen the if new trailer good, where, she has, riot. <laughs> where she has riot? Where she has future written across her face yeah god i
1: am a woman hear me roar so but i'm incredible. gonna go kill a bunch of puppies <laughs> i'm gonna go kill some dogs let's go yeah, girl listen boss. i'm just brave
2: i'm saying what we're all thinking listen
1: i'm sorry that the world's not ready to go slaughter a bunch of puppies and that's literally my whole character arc. <laughs> do you
2: think i feel like if i feel, there is like a universe where that's like actually like She feels like in order to, like, be amongst, like, her peers, especially in the art world, like, amongst her, like, male peers, that they're doing all this crazy weird shit and she's just trying to, like, elevate and elevate and get more ridiculous so that they'll, like, take her seriously in like, avant-garde art. And then she just, like, totally crosses the line in order to, like, gain their respect. Like, if that was the plot, I'd be like, hey, you've got a point that, like, women feel like they have to, like, overachieve and prove themselves more than they have to. And then you kill a bunch of puppies. Like, but if they're just being like, hey, girl boss, let's kill some puppies. She was I don't misunderstood. Get I just don't know what they're doing.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't, I mean, look, 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 look. I'm going to say the same spiel I always do before I say I'm tentatively kind of excited about a Disney live action property. Which is that every time they get somebody interesting and I'm like, oh, that's an interesting pick. Like, oh, I don't know. This might be at least weird. And then it comes to pass and it sucks and I'm disappointed every just, single time. And it's not even that it, it sucks, about, it's
2: just, like, boring. Yeah. Like, I, if this was a fucking, like, train wreck, I would be so happy. I'd be so happy. But they're never train wrecks because they've got <sighs> billion-dollar budgets. They're just boring. That's yeah. always what they are. But it
0: is, what I was going to say is it is Craig Gillespie, director of Itanya, making this movie. Yeah. So, like... I do like Itanya. I do I really like, like Itanya, though, so maybe... It's really
1: good... <laughs> Could yeah, be. Like, the idea. Uh, Headquarters like, Productions like here's, is
2: right. The idea of Emma Stone just getting to go ham for two hours is great. That's a great <laughs> idea.
1: But here's the difference: is that Tanya Harding is a real person with real experiences in poverty, and, and didn't kill her. Hi- and they were highlighting how you know it, the the ice skating world is kind of difficult, and they value wealth before they and being beautiful more than they actually value you know scale and cruella de vil is a cartoon character yeah it's about how they kills how puppies. society
0: it's about how society values wealth so, and beauty more than they value how good it's about you how are society at killing dogs
1: value <laughs> it's about how society loves to kill dogs She said the dog killing
2: competition and her dog breaks and she goes up and she runs up to the judge and she's like yo i can't my my gun broke can i can i still can i still be in the competition if i fix my
0: gun can i kill this dog really fast Uh,
2: and they're like no you can't do that they call her
1: black and white trash and so she (laughs) dyes her hair half black half white jesus
0: i'm looking for a martian manhunter gif
1: John Jones a, a Spoiler alert he's in the film
0: <laughs> Barely. I mean, Why and also
1: look, look for Green Lantern Israel? Do all of them
0: Do all of them Where's
1: Yeah all of all of the Justice League so then it doesn't it's not a spoiler
0: <laughs> I found a really good guy I don't know what the deal tornado,
1: is Red Tornado Hawkwoman again. Where's Hawkwoman? Why Hawkwoman? the movie? Hawk The, she
0: the superhero she, alter ego I know ego, you're hiding
1: her Warner brothers.
0: The alter ego of the Adam is in this.
2: Yeah. excuse me. Yeah, the, that's not
0: the Asian guy a woman who's with Hawk Silas wings. Stone's friend is the Adam.
2: Oh, that guy that they kept shoehorning into scenes and I like, felt like he was a really bad actor.
0: <laughs> I don't I mean I don't think he was shoehorned in. I think he was just like a fun buddy. I don't know.
2: He, like, didn't say anything ever. I just felt like he was just, like, saying lines that were, like, supposed to be funny and then weren't. When he was like, that's what I told my prom date, and zero people react, and we move <laughs> yeah. on with the scene. <laughs> it's like, okay, did you, what are we doing?
0: Okay, even that's less likely than finding date. a Martian, Martian Manhunter gif is me finding a The Atom gif, but let's see.
1: Just put Moon Knight
0: in there. <laughs> Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon
1: Knight. Dark
0: <laughs> Hawk. <laughs> um,
1: I am. I'm ready for a Green Lantern movie in case anyone was wondering. I want I one. I don't I want like a good the, one.
0: G- okay, so we're, we're into this. We're talking about the Snyder, Lay Snyder cut today on the podcast.
2: Okay, do we want you got to if we're doing the podcast, we got to do the podcast. And we said we, hey, shush. We said we were going to say our names in the beginning from now on. Adeline, say your name. You
0: literally interrupted me as I was about to say my name to tell me that I should say my Good. name and I'm quite say your upset name. with you. Hi. My name is Jackson McMurray.
2: My name uh is uh I'm I'm the Batman. Uh-huh, My
1: name I is see. Keisha Rhodes, and I'm the fastest man alive.
0: <laughs> and this is no nerds Alive. Is Allowed. the Justice League the, the Super lead. Friends
1: Snyder cut? So, so
0: I, I, if you listen to Adeline and I's commentary track on uh, Batman vs Superman that we oh, released, I you're going to
2: say if you listen to us ever.
0: Uh, well, I mean that also is true, but especially that commentary track we released. You'll know that Adeline and I are big Snyder heads. <laughs> we are very I am into- a
2: Snyderhead in the context of Batman versus <laughs> so- Superman only, basically. But,
0: but, okay, but Man of Steel and Watchmen and Three Hundy?
1: No, I don't yeah. like Watchmen. That's my whole thing. You well, like Watchmen? <laughs> is, it, do you, is it just Zack Snyder's interpretation of Watchmen or are you just not
0: I like Watchmen? I guess I just don't
2: like
1: the idea of Watchmen. I guess his interpretation is fine. I well, just there you go. Adeline's
0: never read like Watchmen. Things.
1: Yeah, but I don't well, like
0: the story. You um, have to
1: read it okay, to be like I well, don't like
0: it. But 300, though?
2: I ain't, I ain't never seen 300. 300. But there are three, 300.
0: Do you even There's, know? Adeline, here's just, the pitch. You're never yeah, going to uh-huh. guess how many fucking guys there are in this
1: one. <laughs> you can't fucking handle how many guys we got. I mean, it's not only about how many guys they got, though. You know, that's not the whole point. It's also about of
2: love and acceptance, <laughs> and how many. Wait guys a second!
1: We got. Wait, 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 wait! I didn't know this. That Zack Snyder is the director of Legends of the Guardians. The yes, Owls the Owls of, Owls the of Gahool. Gahool.
0: I'm telling
1: oh. you, it's all good stuff. That was the worst thing ever that that movie came out the same time as Rise of the Guardians <laughs> yeah. and yeah, both man. had really nothing to do with being guardians. They're just well, like, <laughs> one's about owls and one's about Santa Claus and his friends. No, they're the guardians of the holidays, Keisha. I know that. And the other one's the that. guardians of the, the, guardians of the oh, Lord. Of
0: what was the actual title of that really movie? Because it wasn't just Guardians of gahool It was it's something Legend much Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of gahool God, it's the worst. We gotta do Owls of Gahul so on words. the show.
2: We do. We do. <laughs>
0: we should do, do a whole fucking Zack right? Snyder miniseries. How fun would that be? <laughs> no, I, I
1: just want to make me watch why? Watchmen again. I didn't like it. <laughs> why didn't they just call it. Guardians of Gahul. Wasn't that what the book <laughs> yeah. was called? Because yeah, they that's thought what people would get like, confused with Rise of the Guardians. Called. So they were like, this is confusing. Let's add more words. It'll be less confusing. <laughs> and they, so
0: well, any, no, they had to put the word owls in the title. <laughs> so people will be like, oh, <laughs> it's the owl one. <laughs>
2: I feel like Gahool is a very owl word. Maybe that's just by association now, but, like, when I hear Gahool, I'm like, oh, owls. Deb, you-
0: oh. when's the last time you guys saw that episode of 30 Rock where Matt Damon plays the airline pilot who has memorized the entire script of the owls of Gahool? And there's that scene of him, like, lip-syncing along to some of the dialogue.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's really funny.
1: Yeah, 30 Rock's really funny. Yeah, 30
0: Rock's good. Um...
1: So, is Legend of the Guardians of the Owls of the Gahool <laughs> is that good, or is just Thirty Rock? Good? I don't know. I just haven't, I haven't seen go. the
0: Owls of Gahool. I will probably at some point. Um, Next week, stay tuned. But the so Adeline and I were very ant for the Snyder Cut.
2: Yes, because we were so disappointed by the Justice League movie, right?
0: And because what we love about Batman vs Superman is that it is. Absolutely batshit insane, one hundred percent of the time.
2: Yes, and like good or bad, we're going all out, yeah, fucker. Like
0: that movie is so fucking wild, and nobody seems to understand. Nobody how crazy seems to it is. get
2: how fucking bonkers it is, and I don't understand.
0: Um, and so that was what—that's why the 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 Joss Whedon cut of Justice League was such a disappointment because it did not feel like his x Snyder movie. At all, and it felt absolutely nothing like Batman versus Superman, aside from the fact that it just fucking blew chunks. Well, and it like, didn't,
2: but it didn't even <laughs> blow chunks spectacularly. No, it's just like it a just boring, sucked. Yeah, it's just boring. Um, nothing happens. <sighs> It's just people being angry at each other for, like, an hour, and then they bring Superman back, and then they beat up some demon who's, like, looking for his mom or some shit. Right. I don't even remember what the motivation for the villain is in the oh, original th- one, because it was stupid.
1: You want me to tell you? Yes, please. For the listeners at home who did not tune in to my Twitter takeover... I had never seen the the original release of Justice League, and I figured I should watch it for you know scientific comparisons. Uh uh So it's all in my brain. I was very it was very easy for me to be like, yep, that's the same scene. They didn't really cut that too much, or like I could I had lines that were still in my noggin, and. All, all she was Steppenwolf does like Matt Damon.
3: <laughs> like Matt Damon, Yeah I studied
1: all, all Steppenwolf does In the original one Is A look like he's made out of plastic Only yes, and B yes. Talk to his mommy <laughs> Who is I guess yes. In the mother boxes or Is the mother boxes right. because that's Never made clear
0: It's truly uh, like the flimsiest worst Motivation ever where he's just like I'm Steppenwolf and I gotta right. get the boxes. And, like, he's, that's I'm My evil mom and I told to me to my Like, that's literally
2: why he's here. Right. He's, my mom told me to get these things, so I'm going to go get them. <laughs> this is just a grocery run for Yeah, it,
1: it really was just Buster Bluth's motivations. He only just cares about his mom. Yeah, my mother, mother, my mother. Mom told me Mother. <laughs> these are my awards, mother. Mother. mother from, from, from Army. From, from the Earth's Mightiest Heroes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, But... So, my immediate reaction, like, having finished the the full four-hour Snyder Cut, because what we were expecting, all the marketing around this movie is like, this is fucking Zack Snyder uncut, like... An absolute window into Zack Snyder's twisted mind, like his original vision for the Justice League, you know? So we were like, this is gonna be like even crazier than Batman vs. Superman. Like, this is gonna be so fucking wild, people aren't even so gonna know how to watch bonkers. this. It's gonna be insane. But what I hadn't considered was that, like, w- the way this movie actually turns out it It's not really like super mega different from the original version, except no. that it's just better. It's just yeah. like easily like ten times better making it like a pretty good movie. <laughs> like yeah,
2: like honestly, <laughs> my my biggest critique of the movie is that it is four hours long, and it feels like four hours the entire time. Right. Well, because maybe, be- maybe it's because it's a movie I've already seen, and that's why it's, it feels like it's four hours, because I know what's going to happen, and I'm waiting for the next thing to happen. But also, it's... Yeah, it's not. It doesn't go bonkers. They do add in some dream sequences, which I very much appreciate. There are dream ballets. We got. Well, they're gamers,
0: not really dream like, ballets. They're like. <laughs> yes, they are. They're there's not like a, There's like
2: one and a half dream. Ballets, they're not
0: metaphorical. They're, actively, they're like premonitions. They're like this is what's gonna happen. There's
1: that's there's fair. premonitions. They're there's flashbacks. They're very literal. Victor Stone imagining himself. It, as his old self and his new self. That dance, shit's good. That shit it, rules. That, but it's That's a good. dream ballet! <laughs> That's I guess what you know. it functionally ballet. is. I
2: guess I didn't... Yeah, because you don't know if it's like actually happening or if it's in his head. Yeah, those are dream ballets. Okay, okay. so there's two and a half dream ballets if we're not counting them as premonitory. I don't, think, I don't anyway.
0: think any of them are really dream ballets in the same way that the dream ballet of Batman vs. Superman is. But whatever. And we the, can move forward. The, the, we're
2: jumping all over the place. <laughs> but, like, the last one... Is so long and feels so self-indulgent and doesn't really establish anything (laughs) other than Zack is gonna make another movie. I don't I did not like Joker and Batman's ten minute conversation. Oh come on, no, it was fun!
1: No, it was fun,
2: but it made no fucking sense what we were doing and why we (laughs) were there. And I know that Zack Snyder really wants to make his dystopian superhero movie, but he has to make like three other movies first. I get it, but come on.
1: The We're biggest problem shit. with it, the biggest problem was that it was the third epilogue well, out of right. all yes, the exactly. epilogues. That's it that, right. that was one epilogue two many. And if, yeah, he, true. and if and it also wouldn't have even been a problem if he just hadn't put in the words epilogue, <laughs> like
0: <laughs> right, he yeah. said,
1: "Here's the epilogue now, right well, now." And then you check the time, and there's still
0: like forty minutes left, and you're like, "What?" Exactly. Yeah,
1: like, I think that he, he, com- yeah, I think
2: the twenty-minute conversation between Batman and the Joker could have been an after credit scene, and I think people mm-hmm. that would have been a better way. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's not to relevant it. to what we're doing. It's kind of foreshadowing something in the future, so that's, like, literally what an after credit scene is supposed to be, rather than, like, a part of the movie. And also... I, another thing I don't like it is because it's one of the best parts of Batman v- versus Superman is where you just have Batman just like fucking walk past the rob- the Robin suit with the Joker's yeah. ha 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 written yeah, yeah, yeah. on it and it just immediately tells you everything and you're like oh holy shit and then we just mm-hmm. move on and you've got all this new information it's such a cool moment of environmental storytelling where you just fucking get it and you understand who this Batman is immediately yeah, it's like awesome
1: old Batman he's but been
2: then they were like it. what if we made the Joker and Batman have a ten minute conversation. To to explain that just in case you didn't get no, the fact that the Joker killed Robin. They're not like, explaining
0: like, it. You don't know what happened. Oh, he, it's just okay. like drawing but more but attention to it. It's expanding it's just on It's the Joker but it. going, like, I, I say, killed
2: your adopted son! Yeah, the dialogue
1: was rough, where he was like, cause Mira's like, you've never loved anyone in your life! Blah. And he was like, <laughs> um, yeah, I have. I died that day. He like literally quotes Princess Buttercup, who's in this he movie. Does. Disagree. He, yeah no jackson paid, he goes princess. and then and then joker's like uh-huh he's lost his daddy <laughs> his mommy <laughs> and then and then batman's like you better not say another person you better not say or else i'm gonna i'm gonna you it'll better be, stop listening you're people, gonna be so Conker. upset i think like, that's good and his adopted
2: son wink
1: and, like, and then shit. Batman's
2: like, you yeah, I fucking killed Harley Quinn. Now you get to cry. And the Joker's like, oh, you almost made me cry. And it's like, what are we fucking doing? I think all this it's the good. end
0: of the movie. I think all that stuff's good. Finish okay. the
2: movie. Here's what I was
0: going to say, though. <sighs> front.
2: I've been here for four hours, the Joker. Please stop talking. We <laughs> am being Which held is... hostage by the Joker. <laughs> but in real life, in my own home.
0: Which is that. As much as, okay, first of all, first of all, Headquarter Productions, you're being very snotty right now, and I know you're leaving, you might have already left, but you gotta get on board, or you gotta get out, cause...
1: Listen, listen, we have, we have lots of love for multiple kinds of directors here. Um, anyway. <laughs> we gotta talk about them all.
0: This is me being friendly and playful, not me actually being mean to you, Headquarter Productions, just a heads up, if you listen back <laughs> later. I don't know. Um, but... So, so the, the promise of like, qu- like full, like full blown coked out Zack Snyder making this movie, is like the thing about it is that after Batman vs Superman was so universally loathed, it made plenty of money, but. Warner Brothers basically was like, Zach, you can still make Justice League, but, like, we're gonna keep a close eye on you, right?
2: But you gotta chill out, and, man.
0: Yeah, and this script, <laughs> like, even if it is the Snyder Cut, the, the fabled Snyder Cut. is Snyder Cut. It's still a, the Snyder Cut <laughs> of a movie that he was writing and shooting while he was pretty conscientiously trying to kick it back a notch, you know? Yeah. Like, he was already on his back foot when he was making it the first time, so his, like, unadulterated vision of this movie is still a pretty... I don't want to say compromise because it makes it sound like there's an even secreter Snyder cut, which is obviously yeah. not true and not how
2: there's works. There's the real Snyder cut Yeah, we've got to start to petition for,
1: gamers. But it's, it's just, just all of the footage. It's just like so <laughs> no much. 70 days long.
0: It's just like so much more subdued in so, much, in so many different ways than Batman versus Superman was, you know? Mm-hmm. And my big theory, there was an interview with Deborah Snyder I was reading that pretty much confirms exactly this, which is that like... He was never re- He was never planning on making a four-hour movie. He was planning on making a movie that was probably gonna be pretty long. It was gonna be like a two and a half to three-hour movie. But yeah. Um. But you know, there had already been a precedent for for a director's cut with Batman vs Superman, so he just assumed, you know, he'd shoot a lot of footage and he'd write in a bunch of like cheap, like cheap to produce. Like, fun scenes that just he likes that, you know, could go in a much longer director's cut, probably on the Blu-ray or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, like, the reality is it's like, oh, Warner Brothers didn't want to release this movie. It's like, no, Warner Brothers didn't even want to release a shorter version of this movie, you know?
2: Yeah. And like (laughs) Warner Brothers was fucking done with this movie. (laughs) Which doesn't (laughs) make sense. But it's
0: just this weird thing where it's like... So then he goes in, he adds in all the stuff, like, part of the whole appeal of this movie is that Warner Brothers really explicitly is, like, going hands-off and being like, no, like, you do whatever you want, Zach, you get, you get full, final everything. So they're like, okay, I'll put in the extra-long version of the movie I was already making, which probably comes out to about three hours plus, and then he's like, and I'm gonna add this weird stuff at the end, which is basically just... I'm, I can only assume that that was basically the only, like, extra new footage, was all the, like, apocalyptic stuff at the end, which was just him, like, sort of pitching a different movie to Warner Brothers, basically. Yeah.
2: Was um, like, if you give me another million dollars, then yeah. who
0: knows what could happen. But, uh-huh. like, uh, I just think it's really interesting, like, the way that we talk about this whole thing, because, like, I really do think if history had gone smoothly and Zack Snyder like released his normal cut of the movie as it was supposed to have been it probably would have been like a two hour 45 minute Justice League movie and it would have felt pretty similar to like this Snyder cut version and people I think people would have seen it and been like you know what I was kind of impressed by that Justice League movie and it would have been seen as pretty good and we all would have moved on you know
3: yeah well, it's because
2: yeah. I feel like we do need to get into the... I mean, ever, people who, like, know the origin story know the origin story of this movie. But, like, I I was, like, talking to my friends and stuff, and I realized that, like, people just knew the Snyder Cut as the thing that incels were arguing for. Right. Because they think they get to control the media they consume just because they have opinions. Mm-hmm. And it's like... That that is a part of it. The part of it is that this it's like the conversation of like do people who consume a media like get to have say over like what they what comes out and if they don't like something do they have the right to change it blah 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 last Jedi like that whole conversation and that's that's the thing that people see and they see the incels and they go well I don't want the Snyder cut because I think it sets a very very bad precedent and they're right and I agree with you. But
3: But I do. I mean oh.
2: Zack Snyder got so screwed over. Like it was it's such a bad situation. And like Mm -hmm. the fact that this movie isn't bonkers crazy, like it makes me like even more like a little bit upset for Zack Snyder. It's like he was making the movie that Warner Brothers wanted, basically, and they still screwed him over and got somebody else to make it. Like it's Well
1: but uh. like the reasoning behind it is not just like we don't like you Zack Snyder. It was also that he was just Like, going through a really horrible, like, personal tragedy and then had to step down from the movie. It wasn't that they were – like, they didn't want to – I don't think they wanted to sacrifice the timeline of releasing this movie. Uh, But, yeah, it wasn't like, we hate you, Zack Snyder. (laughs) It was like, we want to release this movie on time and we want to respect that you can't work right now.
0: Well, no, here's the thing. We'll get you Joss. (laughs) So, I've got a – a, a pretty solid understanding. I was thinking about making a video about this for a while. So I've done some pretty extensive research at some point, but basically what happens is that Zack Snyder's making this movie and it's really long and Warner brothers is getting really anxious about it because of the way Batman versus Superman turned out and
2: a perfect um, a masterpiece.
0: Basically they, when, Because what happened was that Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder and Deborah Snyder are a married couple who are the director and producer, respectively, of all of these Zack Snyder movies. They're like a husband and wife team who are like vertically integrated into Warner Brothers, basically. Yeah. Which is kind of the reason why they can get away with shit like Batman versus Superman, because like.
2: Yeah, because it's like, let me ask the producer. Uh, The producer says yes, because it's my
1: wife. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Go Um, ask your dad. But uh Warner Brothers is getting really anxious because, you know, this is movies already kind of in production by the time Batman vs. Superman comes out. Um and they're they're about to start filming and he he finishes this movie that's like pretty long. And now that we've seen the whole thing, like it's even worse the the fact that it's not even that weird, you know? But like mm-hmm. what happens is that partially through Um, their daughter, Autumn Snyder, commits suicide, and they obviously have to stop everything, right? That's, like, a horrible personal tragedy to have to deal with and to have to, you know, try to work through. But Zack Snyder didn't step down from the movie. He was fired in the wake of that event. He basically, like, he had every intention to come back and continue work on the movie at some point. Within a reasonable time frame, but Warner Brothers sort of took that as an opportunity to get Mm -hmm. rid of him and bring on somebody else because they were getting real cold feet about the whole Zack Snyder thing after Batman vs. Superman. And so they Mm -hmm. hired known, I mean, not really known at the time, but they hired fucking Joss Whedon, who sucks dick, and it feels like every year there's an even more prevalent story about how much he sucks dick and everything yeah every time there's
2: a story about Joss Mm. Whedon it's always like yeah he's just the worst yeah he
0: just sucks (laughs) but like that I had Joss Whedon and he makes the fucking shittiest worst movie ever and like that that's why I think you know the argument that this sets a bad precedent is of course valid and we've talked about it on this podcast but I think that that personal element of the story is the reason why I think this is At least on some level, this is a unique situation. Yeah. Like, you know, there are plenty of movies that probably have better director's cuts that exist and, like, Snyder Cut-esque versions out in the ether that, you know, if they were to release would be much better, much more interesting movies. I think Suicide Squad's probably a perfect example because that movie famously got hacked to pieces and recut by a trailer company, like, a few months before it came out. And like, if for some reason Warner Brothers was like, "Hey, here's the David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad," I bet it would be the same thing. I bet she'd be like, "Yeah, it's like, probably be this pretty is good. way better." <laughs> um, but I think that I don't think there will ever be a certain. I don't think there will ever be that level of passion for something like this as there was for the Snyder cut, just because <laughs> not only because his movies are so weirdly personal, but also because it has this really. Really intense personal tragedy at the heart of it, where this guy like had to endure like one of the worst things that can happen to a person, and then got fired from his passion project right afterwards. Yeah, and then somebody
2: used that as a reason Mm -hmm. to fire him from his job that he loves. And it's like Like, so
0: fucked up. And like, I don't think there will ever be a reason to campaign for a director's cut like that ever again. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, the J.J. Abrams cut of Rise of Skywalker people are going to go crazy after this, but it hasn't <laughs> happened yet, and I don't – I re- I just don't really think this is ever going to happen again, in, well, at least I, in Maybe this the precedent
2: way. that we should be setting is that if a director goes through a horrible, horrible event and the company uses that as an excuse <laughs> to screw them over in a major way, then you're allowed to ask for the release of their <laughs> Yeah, <with exactly. laughs> If but there is even, some horrible tragedy and somebody just gets screwed over, then yeah, sure, they go for it.
1: But I think that even beyond like the personal story behind this movie, there is just a huge fundamental difference between like what Joss Whedon put together and what Zack Snyder had in mind. Because mm-hmm. what Warner Bros. wanted was basically just Avengers, but it's us getting money instead. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, like, uh, Avengers works because those movies had a a tone that Joss Whedon could work with. Like, it wasn't, we're going right off the bat, we're mourning Superman. It was (laughs) all, where the four people are getting together, or six people, sorry, no disrespect to Hawkeye. (laughs) But they're... (laughs) like they're a team now and this movie it literally is the backbone is the death and loss of superman and how batman cannot carry the same tune the same amount of hope the same amount of leadership that superman could have and that is felt throughout the movie that's like the huge thing that i noticed is that we actually get to mourn superman for a little bit during this movie absolutely instead of There's a montage at the beginning where there's sad Martha Kent, sad Lois Lane, and then you see one hate crime and one homeless man, and then you just, and then it's about building a team.
0: Right, yeah.
2: I forgot that they cut, from the Snyder Cut, the Joss Whedon's fucking children filming Superman (laughs) with their iPhones. I forgot about that.
1: Yes, and instead you just get to see literally uh, shish kebab to Superman. Yeah. And that's pretty dope. I do
2: gotta say that it did... I, I understood it later when there were, like, the box... Like, they were so afraid of Superman. Like, Superman's gonna fuck up their whole shit. They're like, they didn't wake up till they knew that Superman was dead. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. I right. like that.
3: yeah.
2: His scream echoing across the entire <laughs> yeah. planet in waves a little, was a little... A little
0: literal. <laughs> a little, a little yeah. literal. Little, <laughs> a little weird to me. I don't know,
1: nose. but, like... Mm. It's great that there are consequences and you're introducing like rules into this world where the batman versus superman impacted this movie it's like how the sokovian accords impacted uh captain america 3 right that's that's what made that movie so i mean that's not the only thing but that's part of what made that movie so good is that they were paying for their con like their actions had consequences right we so this movie was already better in the first five minutes and i, yeah. I had Just, leaps and bounds
0: like frame one i had this sort of epiphany while i was watching this because the first thing that comes ballet. up is like this warning from hbo max that says like yes this movie is supposed to be in a four by three aspect ratio which <laughs> yeah, i think we did is, that. This is really funny this to is what zeki wanted Um,
2: (laughs) We respect Zach. Which is,
0: first of all, just funny to me. That feels like a very Zack Snyder-ass move. Oh, that
2: feels so Zack snyder To be like, yeah, four by
0: three, that's what I want.
2: (laughs) I am so surprised they didn't just mail everybody a film reel, and they're like, you got it, you have to watch it this way, I'm sorry. Um,
0: But I sort of, like, realized instantly... That that's probably what, at least one of the major reasons why the Joss Whedon cut of Justice League looks so fucking shitty. Because they were probably filming so much of that footage when it was meant to be four by three. And they're, oh, like, taking every- it and, like, probably, like, either zooming in or, like, using extra, like, you know, ratio that wasn't meant to you, be in the yeah. movie when it was being shot originally. It's probably why that movie looks so fucking horrible
2: every day of my life i think about that shot in the original justice league cut where like when superman has been brought back to life and he's in that cornfield with lois lane and his like forehead is literally (laughs) cut out of frame and you can see his shitty cgi mustache like it's just like It just, like, that was, like, the moment of, like, for Justice League where I was like, all right, you're not. (laughs) Like, this movie's bad. You're never recovering from this exact moment (laughs) where Superman is, like, crying and kissing his wife or whatever, and his forehead is cut (laughs) out of frame. Like, come on, Joss. Like,
0: this is bad. Because that's the thing. Like, I mean, like I said before, I think this Snyder Cut, it's still very much the same movie in a lot of ways. But it's like every single scene is cut and edited so completely differently, and it's just better. It's just like they were like,
2: "What if we just made Justice League better?" Yeah, like great, thank you. (laughs) It's better. Like I
0: appreciate it, and it does. As much as it is very much toned down, it does like actually feel like a sequel to Batman versus Superman, which is cool. Oh
2: yeah, and so Keisha, I had a question. So that original scene where Wonder Woman is stopping the hostage situation with the terrorists. Mm -hmm. I really like these British terrorists, by the way. I think they're super fun. (laughs) But where she's, like, punching them, and she, like, punches them, and they go flying. In the original one, it's very, like, realistic fighting, isn't it? Or do they still go flying?
1: I mean, I think they still go flying. I guess I don't really remember. I was about to say,
2: because I feel that, like when I when I watched the Snyder Cut, it, like, hit me. I was like, it seemed like, oh, this seems like a comic book movie where, like, Wonder Woman is, like, moving so fast yeah, and just, like, I touching really like people that. and they are going yeah. flying. Like, it seemed like, she seemed, like, superhuman and, like, a god. Mm-hmm. Like, it was cool. Like, I remember that scene in the original Justice League where he, like, brings up the machine gun and tries to shoot the hostages and Wonder Woman, like, goes in front of him. <laughs> And it just looks yeah. stupid because yeah. they're trying to ground it in reality. And it just doesn't... That would never happen in reality. So it doesn't look good <laughs> when she's, like, crouching in front of everybody moving wrist restaurants. Yeah. But I remember in watching the soup in this cut where it seems like she's moving faster and, like, punching people harder, and she really does Mm -hmm. seem superhuman. I remember after that moment, I was like, holy shit, that was actually kind of fucking awesome, where she's (laughs) just like, this guy pulls out a machine gun, which is, like, the worst thing that could happen, because no person can stop a machine gun, and she just goes through with her bracelets and just stops every bullet. (laughs) It's the coolest shit. It's so cool.
0: I have a beef with uh, the composer of this movie, Tom Holkenborg. Because, um, for some reason, he just wussed out and stopped calling himself Junkie XL. And I'm really mad about it. (laughs) Because he did, Uh, he worked on, he worked on a score with Hans Zimmer under the name Junkie XL. And then I guess he just got embarrassed about it after that.
2: And then everybody (laughs) made fun of him too He started calling himself
0: (laughs) Tom Holkenborg instead. And I'm mad about it. Like, come on, dude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then he wrote the fucking Sonic the Hedgehog soundtrack under his god-given name and not under <laughs> Junkie XL. What's wrong with you?
1: Yeah, that's the movie to do Junkie XL. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. That, that was
1: made for junkies. for the children.
0: Ah, uh, you did the Deadpool soundtrack. It's a really good soundtrack.
2: Can we talk about how weird the fucking music is in the Snyder cut? Yeah, the score's not super
0: great. Yeah. I do like Jug is XL, so, but the score's not so good.
2: There's so many like choruses singing and all of the needle drops they're, they're not I say needle drops. They're not like actual like songs. They're just like songs that have lyrics in them that play. Right. The one that plays that's like, We thought all the gods <laughs> would live, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. like, okay. And then that scene. Keisha in the Justice League movie when Aquaman like drinks <laughs> a big beer and takes stuff his big so shirt funny. and walks yes. into the ocean I- it's mm-hmm. like a rock it's song It's by the White yeah, Stripes Yeah yeah yeah
1: Yes it's not a bunch of Swedish women singing to him which <laughs> No 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 It's <laughs> terrifying he, to me
2: when he, well, time, when he well that's the first time when he's like walking into the oh, ocean in the ocean scene where he walks into the ocean and he's mm. there's this weird acoustic man just like singing yeah. a song
0: but it's just so yeah, funny that they took the same footage and just put a completely different song over it like
2: I know this yeah, is like so sort much more of a, like, a weird... mellow quiet song yeah
0: like Zack Snyder made this thing it's like this is gonna be sort of a like mellow contemplative moment For Aquaman, it's gonna like really contrast with the with the raging sea around him, which sort of represents his interiority. And then Joss Whedon came in and is like, "No, actually, I think what this scene is is that Aquaman kicks ass (laughs) and it's just like, bow, bow, weep, bow, bow." Okay,
2: I like that better than the weird song that they
1: chose for Aquaman to walk into the water
2: with. Choose a different song.
1: There are a few hiccups with this movie because it does at times feel bloated like there are just scenes that are in there and they're super slow motion which i know is Zack snyder's style but it seems like it takes away from the scenes that are meant to be slow motion like all of the barry allen stuff is so cool because like he is going super fast that's how he's perceiving it but then when like Aquaman's walking into the ocean in slow motion when like, it just it's it gets kind of drawn out and then there's also music on top of it that's super serious and we need to be taking it seriously because right. this is a darker version of Justice it's League serious it's it's ser- but they never talk about fear or they don't talk about it as much right. Like, like, right? Amazon because that's sort of too. one of the central
0: ideas of the Joss Whedon version is like them, yeah. like, sort of being afraid of Steppenwolf, which is weird yeah, because Batman Steppenwolf's not scary. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, because Steppenwolf is literally just running errands for his mommy. <laughs> <Yeah>. He's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, because Joss Whedon didn't know what the movie was about. He was like, I don't know, what they got to really be afraid didn't. of? This guy, fear. You got to be afraid of fear. <laughs> And then this movie, love- Steppenwolf had a real arc and yeah, reasoning, no, and even though it wasn't the, it, it's not airtight, but it's much better. Yeah, for sure.
2: I like, I love how I love Steppenwolf's armor in this it's cool. movie. The fact that it's mm-hmm. like always it's cool. kind of moving. And like it doesn't exactly fit together, but like when it moves, it like fits together differently. And it's got like that purple glint yeah. on it. Yeah. It's like adjusting
1: cool. to his body. It's yeah. real. And like when when Dark Side, which is a stupid name, it is a stupid no, name. I will but go, not, I will go out sexual. on a whim. But when he shows up and the the armor recedes, like he's in a groveling position, that's dope as hell. That's so and cool. Yeah, you're immediately like, like a- all. He has real eyes that emote. Right, he's yeah, he, like, looks man. scared
0: and sad a lot of the time, which is, like, so different yeah. than the Joss Raiden it's, version.
2: Well, that moment where he's, like, begging with the messenger guy, and he's like, I'm like, please, like, let me, like, talk to him so I can, like, go home. And he's like, fuck you, you still have to mm-hmm. do stuff. You're like, step Steppenwolf, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I literally I'm sorry I'm, you don't get I, to go home <laughs> and see your mom.
1: I literally
0: wrote, "Oh, I feel bad for Steppies. <laughs> <laughs> for big Steppie. Yeah, and then were, I said, dark side, LOL. <laughs> people were clowning on that redesign of Steppenwolf really hard on Twitter when they released a Mm-mm. screenshot of it because, and which Aww. I get. I mean, if you were just looking at a screenshot of that, you'd be like, that looks so busy and bad, but like when you see it in motion and like the way that it moves and sort of like clickety clicks together and like has this sort of weird, like semi-organic feel, it like feels a lot more cohesive than just like, what if he had a bazillion yeah. tiny spikes on him? You know? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, which also makes sense with like the theming of like the mother boxes, where we're like, oh, it's kind of technology, it's kind of not. They're kind of living, kind of not. Right. First yeah. ever to be like kind of alien movie, and it's cool.
0: And it's pretty theme. cool regarding the mother boxes. Yes. I still think they're dumb. Even in this better yeah. version of the movie, I think the whole, I gotta get these three boxes thing I gotta is bullshit. Get,
2: I gotta get these Zelda mm. jewels exactly. and get them all in the same spot. It's
0: really video gamey, <laughs> and he takes them back yeah. to the shrine and every time he puts one in, he unlocks a new power and like...
1: Yeah, it upgrades his his uh, his room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> He's a level
2: four fighter now, so now he gets to do two attacks and he can do a parry if he wants
1: to. Right. And like I do, I'm. They set them up better this time, though. At least, like, true. it's not like Diana just knows everything. She's just exposition man. She, you actually see her find out what these these damn boxes are, and that's cool.
2: Yeah, we see her learn information. I do like. I like in this cut of the movie. I don't even fucking remember this part. Joss Wien's. Well, I guess it goes back <laughs> to the fear part. Where yeah. Steppenwolf is like, Wonder Woman, what's up? I killed Elle, all your friends, all of your family. And she's like, no. Like, I think that part's cool. Because, like, we kind of, we know that he didn't. And it's this cool moment of, like, Does, will Diana believe him? That I thought I had a thing to say. Turns out I didn't have anything to fucking say.
0: <laughs> it's just that you like that part.
2: <laughs> it's a good I movie. Th- I like that part. Anyway.
0: <laughs> um, I thought it was really interesting. Like, especially this being a movie that we've sort of, like, thought about and litigated for so long after it came out. Like, there are a lot of scenes in this where, like, internally I was like, that's gotta be some Joss Whedon bullshit. Like, that sucks so mm-hmm. bad. It has to have been a Joss Whedon thing. <laughs> but it turns out a lot of those scenes that I thought that about were Zack Snyder scenes that Joss Whedon just ruined. <laughs> like, Yeah. yeah we're like like so that like, part
1: where he he meets Barry Allen and Barry's like, I actually I have to eat so much food because of Speed Force, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then he's like, what's your power? And Batman goes, I'm really rich. And in the and cut, for some reason, it's hardly anything is different, but there's just something about it that seems too tongue in cheek.
0: It's just and, well edited in this version. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In this version, it's like, yeah, his power is that he's really rich, but he's really good at manipulating that. Like he takes advantage of it and it's cool and you can take Batman seriously. Right. Which well, I think it, I'd like to do sometimes. <laughs>
2: I think those moments of comedy are more effective in this cut because, I mean, because the whole time we're always very serious. We're always, because it's a Zack Steiner Superhero movie, we're always very serious and very grounded in reality and what we're doing. So those moments where they get to, like, have that, like, because Justice League is about both cuts, it's still about bringing the family together. Like, that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you get to have, like, these moments of, like, human interaction, they feel so much like less rehearsed and less tongue-in-cheek and more like we have to make a joke here and just seem like more like genuine human connections. It's like, yeah, this is Bruce fucking Wayne who you've seen lift a building off of a dead man and this teen kid is like, what's your superpower? And he's like, I'm fucking rich, idiot. Like, I don't know. It just <laughs> yeah. seems so much more human and real.
0: And well, I was thinking about that line in particular because I remember really explicitly in the original one because first of all, I mean, obviously like it has to be addressed that Ezra Miller as The Flash is so much more likable in this cut. Oh, my God. He's so annoying in the Joss Whedon cut. And for some reason, most of his dialogue is, like, exactly the same, but he just comes off as so much funnier and more charming in the Zack Snyder version.
1: Yeah. I
0: can only assume it's because, like, one of the mandates that they put on Joss Whedon when he was making this movie was that they wanted it to be under two hours long. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that when they were editing that thing together, they were just trolling for, like, every fucking split second of dead air that they could cut out of there, you know? So oh, I'm yeah. sure the timing of a lot of those scenes suffered really horribly. But, like, yeah. I just remember in the original version, that line is, like, he goes, oh, so what's your superpower? And then Batman goes, I'm rich. And they, like, cut to the next scene, like, da-da-da-da-da-da, you know? <laughs> and like, yeah. but this version, like there's a, there's a dismount to the joke, which is like, he goes, so what's Susan power? And Batman goes, I'm rich. And then you get the, all like a handful of cuts of like inside his like super fucking fancy car and the like rock music kicks up. It's like, and it feels like the punchline of the joke more than just cutting to the next scene does, you know? Like yeah. just what, like, the it way was, it's like, edited. A yeah. It's like, there's a yeah. payoff and it's like edited better. And it feels like a well thought out. See, sequence of shots you know and like
1: and it's like the first time that Batman's been quippy yeah. in the movie whereas yeah. like Joss Whedon was like everyone's gotta be funny everyone has to have a one liner Yeah, and that doesn't fit it super fits Barry Allen's character it doesn't fit Bruce Wayne at all so when he shoved it in it was like uh oh, that's probably just another Whedonism. but when it I stands do... alone then it's actually like yeah he's str- that is that's why
2: yeah i do i just i really like this batman and i think part I of it too. is just i love when we're like Let's take our good superhero man and let's make him a sad, grumpy old man. I'm just like, yes, fuck yes, please do that. They're like, let's do it with Logan. And I'm like, fuck yes, (laughs) let's do that with Captain America, kind of. I'm like, fuck yes. Like, I don't know. I just love that, like, it, like, I, I don't always love jaded characters. And I think... There's a difference between a jaded character and like an old jaded character. Right. Like I don't know. Like when someone's like, "Hey, I hate the world." It's like, "Shut up, you know you don't." But like when like an old guy who's like been doing this for years and is so tired and so beat down and when he's like and when he's like he's not like, "I hate the world." It's just like through his actions and the way that he's Batman, you can tell that he's just like lost the shininess. He's lost right. like a lot of his empathy—you can just tell that through—he is like this is the old Batman who's tired and has lost a lot of his like faith in humanity—and you see that because he's just brutal and he just like doesn't talk to anybody. Like I fucking yeah. love that. He's I grouchy. love angry old man Batman. I
1: fucking love he's it. Grumpy so much. He's Grumpy yeah, Batman. He's grumpy Batman. Uh, I love it. It's so good. It's yeah. It's it's nice because this movie also takes that character that's. Uh, all persnickety and and cantankerous and posits what would what would happen if they had to try and go back to the way that they were and it's a struggle for him that's part of his character arc in the movie instead of just being like well I, I'm not very good at this waka waka <laughs> and but he's actually doing all of the things so what do yeah. you mean you're not good at and, it we we I don't actually how... see him be bad at it
0: right.
2: Yeah, I love how, first of all, we see him be bad at it, and then we just see him so desperate to get Superman back. Like, I love that. Mm -hmm. I like that conversation. I feel like Aquaman, sometimes in this movie, is like the no-don't guy, just for, like, no (laughs) reason, just because we need Batman to seem more extreme than he is. So Aquaman's like, no, don't do it, for no reason. He has no reason (laughs) to be like, this is a bad idea. But... That scene where they're going to reanimate Superman and the computer's like, hey, maybe don't. And Aquaman's like, hey, maybe don't. And Cyborg's (laughs) like, hey, maybe don't. And Batman's like, no, fucking do it. We have, fuck, that's, go, it's Superman, fucking do it. Like, it's so good. I love that that scene
0: too. I like, I feel like with the exception of Aquaman, I like that all of the, like, core team feel like they share narrative agency a lot. Like, these characters really feel... Like, Aquaman is the only one that I feel like kind of gets a short straw in this movie. I don't think he he has quite as much to do as the rest of them. But the other four characters, like, feel like they're really well balanced in this movie. In terms of, like, having arcs and, like, driving the story and, like, being interesting. Um, you know, like, between Cyborg and Flash and Batman and Wonder Woman and Martian Manhunter... Maybe even Martian Manhunter (laughs) has the most agency in this movie. I would argue. Yeah, he does.
2: He really is. Um, Like without what was just we need. How could you even have this film without without Martian Martian Manhunter? Manhunter, You couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. He's too important. (laughs) Um, And I like that he's here so much. So okay,
0: okay, okay. Let's talk about Martian Manhunter for a second.
1: I mean, we don't have to. We don't <laughs> no, have to talk no. about it. He can, shows we up. can talk about Martian Manhunter.
0: He shows up and he's disguised as Martha Kent and talks to Lois Lane for a little while. I don't know why he does that. Whatever. Uh,. And so then he, like, goes out in the hall- hallway and then he just turns into Martian Manhunter. You're like, oh, cool. And then he turns into that senator who, to- who tells Lois Lane she has big balls in Batman vs. Superman, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if Which he's Which is just been... his long
2: fucking con, I guess. Yeah, has he
0: been Martian Manhunter this whole time? Because if so, I'm gonna need to go back and watch Batman vs. Superman again. And <laughs> write a whole fucking <laughs> blog post about how <laughs> that guy
2: make a new Tumblr has been Martian this.
0: Manhunter this whole time. Um, mm. But it's just like, what's the Martian Manhunter thing? Why is he in there? What
2: the fuck is he doing here? And then at the end of the movie, he's just like, "Hi, Bruce.
0: What's up?" <laughs> I'm the Martian Manhunter, and um, here's what's my number.
1: Up? You want to hang out? Yeah. You want to be friends? Which is interesting because I feel like the the Joss Whedon version talked. A lot more about aliens and why we don't like aliens anymore, and maybe they went back to their planet. Uh, but he was like, I can't talk about this stupid green man, that's people hate stupid green men, <laughs> right? It just doesn't, it's it is uh confusing, but I do love Jean Jones, so I'm not mad about
0: it. Here's the I'm question, excited about it. Here's the question that I think Martian Manhunter brings up for the, the rest of the DCEU. Is he from Mars? Yes. Is he gonna be from Mars, though?
1: He has to be. <laughs> that's
0: a real
2: question. That, like, that is one of- Maybe he's like the Kryptonian Mars.
0: <laughs> different Mars.
2: It's just a little bit different. Just a coincidence. No, like, There's a no, different- No, that's the
0: point. The Kryptonians also had a planet they called Mars. No relation. <laughs>
2: It's just a big, it's just a, you know, it's, just, it's embarrassing. Yeah. It just happens sometimes.
1: <laughs> no, that's like, that's why he goes and talks to them because his whole race got wiped out by dark side, and mm. he, which I, I mean, that's what it is in other media-ish, like his, like all of the Martians get killed off and so then he goes to Earth yeah. and Martians obviously live a long time because... I guess they have to.
0: <laughs> cuz that's the only and, way the narrative makes sense.
1: Yeah, that's the only way the narrative makes sense up and people never saw green men walking around Mars. Well, and here's so the he's thing. like, "We got to stop, we got to stop it from happening cuz I don't want all the earthlings to die like the Martians did."
2: Right. Well, here's the thing though. They're very obscure with like what actually happens when the unity happens because they weren't like everybody dies the end. They were mm-hmm. like everybody's alive. The way this, the amount of times they say like unalive and anti-life in this movie is stupid, but they're like, they're, they're alive, but they're not alive. And they turn into the demon, demon bug thing. Parademons. But everybody too dead is dead. And everybody else is that. The Koopa
0: Paratroopa is is Adeline.
2: You're right. You're right. And they're all under his control. So they're very, they don't tell you that everything dies, but then at the end of the movie where it happens, the entire fucking planet explodes, which I don't think is what was supposed to happen.
1: <laughs> well, so I don't know why that happened. That is
0: the sickest shit I've ever seen, though.
2: It is that the bit at the shit, end where they like go, where they like rewind yeah. it, and you see everybody's like flesh yeah. come back together. That's the yeah. sickest shit. And like they
0: set ever. up <laughs> the, the fact that when he runs, explode, though. <laughs> like they set up the fact that when he runs too fast, like time starts to go backwards, it gets weird. and you see everything blow up, and the flash just starts. Running like into the explosion that just sort of mm-hmm. yeah. unhappens like under his feet as he's running is so yeah. fucking sick. I think that's so yeah. cool. Oh. I love
1: I love speed force shit. It's so good. It's so exciting. And I'm glad that they did that in this version of the movie because it's set up in Batman versus Superman where Batman sees the Flash for a second. And then in the Joss Whedon version, that doesn't even come close to happening. So you're like, uh, but they, I, yeah, they it's come... closer to happening in this movie. It <laughs> right. still doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, that's true. But at least, <laughs> but at least they set up the the possibility for it, right? Like, it's yeah, not yeah, that well,
0: yeah, they because Zack so wants, wants to make his Justice League dark movie, he mm-hmm. wants to make he the post apocalyptic fucking.
2: He wants to make that movie so yeah. fucking bad. Like, that's I he just has love to make the Speed Force. First. <laughs> that's what
0: he's been trying to that's set true. up this whole time, and he just can't quite ever quite get there. And I think he knew that this might be his last chance. I think that's why he put in that whole twenty-minute mm-hmm. sequence at the end. He's like, "This might be my only chance to at least kind of do it." Like, you I don't even know. do it a little yeah. bit. Like, here's or just like,
1: a taste. If that's all you ever get, <laughs> well, definitely people will watch that and be like, "Hey, when's that happening?" Why aren't you going
0: to do that? Hey,
1: Warner Brothers. And they're going to be like, oh, shit. Fuck. we
2: have to to do another one. Um, I will say the only the things that I liked about that part. Well, here things that I didn't like about that part where uh, Mrs. Aquaman is like, you've never lost anyone important to you. Batman, mm-hmm. whose whole shit is that his parents died. That's not public died. knowledge,
1: though. She doesn't though. know that. She doesn't know okay. that. Okay, i just saying, as a
2: person who is yeah. the, who knows anything, it's just like, okay. But the people
0: who He's know him as Batman only Bruce know him Wayne. as a nobody, loner, Adeline. It's
1: yeah, nobody make, knows why, why the bat... It just like a dumbass, <gasps> where she's that like, made me think you lost, Batman? <laughs> that's It's not public knowledge. I okay, did, okay. okay, but here's the thing about this movie is they add in that little bat drawing. Which is right. like supposed to be a little okay. red herring where they're like, ooh, people think it's Batman, but it's actually those bug, the, bug the b- boys. The Koopa troopas. Yeah, the yeah. Koopa Supa Troopers. The Goombas. Uh, <laughs> and it is so funny. It's <laughs> yeah. it. the it's cutest really little doodle. Wait, was this that guy not in the off, Just weed version?
0: For some reason I thought that was in the Just Whedon version.
1: I don't. It, it was definitely an, it. Okay, I can remember, but it's stupid either way. It's <laughs> they stupid bring it that in they... twice
2: in this cut and only one time in okay. the original cut. I, I think, think it's fun. It's
1: this. It's, it is fun. It's good. It's fun, but it's just funny that it's literally a cartoon. Right. Like yeah. no, we think it's Batman. Uh, we didn't really get a good look at it, actually. <laughs> I love that moment. First of
2: all, J.K. Simmons as fucking uh, Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon, Gordon. So is good. a fucking slam so dunk. Yeah, absolutely. Best casting, so uh, good. He's
1: good in everything. He's never that, been bad. That he's moment bad. where
2: he's like, I'm going to go talk to Batman. Fucking fine, I'll go talk to Batman. <laughs> and he's right. like, how are you going to get
1: in contact with Batman? And he's like, how the fuck like, do you think I'm going to sh- contact Batman? And then actually he's been? on the roof,
2: that's great. I love it.
1: <laughs> you live in Central City or something? Idiot. This is Gotham.
2: But then I love that moment where they're like talking to Commissioner Gore, he's like, "Yeah, we the the like people have been disappearing," and he's like, "And also here's this little adorable picture of Mothman. Does that mean anything to you?" And they're like, "Yes, actually,
0: actually, actually it does. Like
1: I you. drew it myself." I think it's pretty good.
2: I've been taking a lot of like uh, drawing on
1: anime online classes. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think?
0: I bought a how I to draw sh- anime book. And this is what I've from been working Barnes and on. Noble,
1: yeah. It took me 3 hours to do the shading. <laughs> I hope you like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it's just cute. I'm trying to think cuz we're we're kind of hopping all around and we don't want to do a play by play because wait, wait, as we said the movie is 4 th- hours long.
2: This was my original thought before everyone got mad at me about the Mrs. Aquaman thing. Okay, th- okay. Th- th is that I? What I do really like? What say what you will about Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the Joker? Who the fuck is Jared it? Jared
0: Leto. Jared Leto. Jared Leto,
1: not Joseph <laughs> Gordon-Levitt. Very different, super different actor. Jared Leto,
2: Joker. Uh, not my favorite. I still don't like him, even in this context. But his costuming of like the sweat the SWAT vest that's just like covered in like twelve different sheriff badges, yeah. that's that's fun. fun. That's cool. I like that.
0: I yeah, I don't know. I have a complicated relationship with the Jared Leto Joker. Because, because
2: let's let's say get this out of the way. Jared Leto, bad dude. Yeah, owns one's a cult. Like no obviously. Boy, um Yeah.
0: But like I think in Suicide Squad. I, I am partial to that version of the character because it's a take, you know?
2: Yes, it's like, definitely a take. To
0: be like, what if the Joker was like a millennial crime boss, <laughs> you know? like What if he
2: was like a mobster? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And I I like the like SoundCloud rapper thing. I think it's a fun, interesting take on the character. And yeah. my only thing is that I think that Jared Leto's performance is just a little too derivative. Like it's the only yeah. Yeah, like, like
2: we're doing something very weird with the character, and then this guy's just doing a bad impression of what other people have yeah. already done, basically. Like it's like obviously very yeah.
0: Heath Ledger, and I wish it were a little more unique, but mm-hmm. Yeah. at the same time, I've always said that I would love to see a Ben Affleck Jared Leto uh Batman movie. Yeah, I just think that would be good. Already I would, would want to see it. And I like the Ben Affleck Batman too. I think he's good. And yeah. like I don't know. I just wanted it. I just think it'd be cool. No,
1: I agree. I want Zack Snyder to
0: make eight other DC movies. Just
1: keep going. Yeah, I think that this... Because we... When Christian Bale was Batman, it was during that time where they really were trying to prove that superheroes are serious and it can be really grounded and blah, 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 blah. But, like, the Joker is not a very grounded character. Like... He falls into a vat of acid or nuclear waste or whatever and... Now he just thinks everything's funny. Like, that's not grounded. turned his skin white and his hair green. Like, that's stupid. And it's fun. It's fun that it's stupid. Yeah, so let's <laughs> Let just... Let him be let's stupid. Do, let's do some comic book stuff. Come on. Oh, that's and why, we should... That's why the Lego Batman movie slaps. Yeah, right, yeah. Because the Joker in it
2: is so fucking good. God, Lego Batman Joker is, like, genuinely, like, one of my favorite takes. Because it's <laughs> right. just, like... It's totally, like it's just it's uh who's the i see i'm the worst person when it comes to names who's the guy that did the batman movies that we love batman and robin
0: oh joel schumacher
1: joel schumacher
2: yeah it seems like a return to like Joel schumacher Mm -hmm. i'm like this joker is so ridiculous and so funny but like like it's just like of course it's a lego batman movie so like he doesn't have a lot to say because it's a kid's movie he's not killing anybody or anything but like (laughs) and it's it's a cartoon and it's a cartoon, but like he's just so funny and silly, and he's just like still the villain, and like there's still stakes, even though it's lower stakes, of course, because it's a children's movie, and they're gonna blow up the Lego world. Oh no! Like we're <laughs> still, it's still good. It's so fucking good. Um. Yeah.
0: But w- we do have to acknowledge, though, he doesn't say we live in a society in yeah, the actual what movie. Does yeah. Which leads me to believe this isn't the us. real Snyder cut. They told him to cut <laughs> something out. We gotta start over.
1: Maybe start over from himself. the beginning. Yeah. Maybe he cut out. it himself. Get the society like, cut. Actually, maybe this isn't that good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm not saying what I thought I was saying.
2: <laughs> so maybe Sex Sider took a step back. And he went like, is this
1: a bad idea? Yeah. <laughs> like he hadn't seen Joker before the trailer released, and then he saw after, and yeah. he was like, oh. Oh, wait. They already did this. <laughs>
0: no, he doesn't say <laughs> yeah. we live in a society in They took Joker. my Joker no, no, no. idea. He was
1: like... Yeah, oh, they beat me to it. They beat Joaquin. <laughs> you guys, that w- I had dibs.
2: You he's guys like, are so mean. I actually made. made
1: this movie first, but they made me cut it out, and so now it looks I like just- I'm late to the party. <laughs> yeah.
2: oh, guys,
1: That's- fuck! Oh, I
2: bought the wig already. Now you're telling me I can't. Fi- Here's this long hair wig, Jared, and he like puts it on. It looks like shit. And he's like, oh, fuck, guys. <laughs>
0: So okay, I about have a
2: shitty ass Joker wig in this movie. It's
0: bad. I hate it's that. A, long it's hair the apocalypse. Wig. Like, of course, he has a bad wig.
2: <laughs> no, Where you I, get I, a no, good
0: no, no. wig in the apocalypse, Adeline.
2: I'm so, okay, but fucking uh, man,
1: he. You have your own hair in the apocalypse. <laughs>
2: But it's not even like the curly, like messy hair that like we know the Joker for. Like that, like makes sense. It's messy, but it's curly yeah. and it looks good. This is just even, like it's weird and it's straight. And it looks like your fat dad who's dead and also on a drug trip. Like it's not. I don't
1: know. They still good. have straighteners in the apocalypse.
2: No. What if he just has may straight I hair? Up,
1: may I bring up a point that I I've been sitting on for a while, and it's it's a big one. It's pretty important. <laughs> okay. Okay, I think that the way that they re edited Barry Allen is much better. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. like, oh, it, Barry, absolutely. the way that they introduce his dad in prison, like, they tell you why his dad is in prison. And I think Henry Allen has a really interesting, you know, it adds to Barry for sure. Uh, I think that Victor maybe mm, is, I don't like him as much. Oh, really? And I want to. I love Cyborg. I love him so much. Wait, do like you mean between the two cuts cut. or between? Between the two, between, I think that they treat, I think that they treat his character better in this cut, but I don't like him as much.
0: Huh.
1: I, I liked him more. I don't know why.
2: The one, hmm. I got two things <laughs> you to just say. just stopped us Cyborg.
0: both dead in our tracks. We're like. I'm
2: sorry. Well, you just need to think on that I'm for sorry. a second, I guess. So, no, I, got, I got two things I got to say about okay. uh, Cyborg. Is that I think, I feel like, granted, it's been a grip since I've watched the Justice League movie, because why would I ever willingly watch that when I could watch anything else? I could <laughs> watch something that's uh, not boring. Uh, but, like, I feel like they focus too much on him just being, like, this angry robot and he's just like pissed and like you kind mm-hmm. of understand why he's pissed because like he got turned into a robot and his mom's dead and you're like that's very sad you can be pissed but which just, is like, not
1: in the second or in the original one they don't even talk about how it happened no they that's just what i'm saying in the original sp- one
2: he's just like this angry robot and like then he's like oh but well, Diana was diana was nice to me and now i'm in- now I'm here. I
0: guess here. not all humans are bad.
2: I, I guess think- not all <laughs> humans are bad. I guess I-, I can do this. But then in this cut, I like how we kinda of go through like him we we focus more on him like kind of getting the hang of his powers. Like we get that like Iron Man yeah. like flight moment. Like we we see him yeah. Kind of coming to terms with the fact that he's cyborg, so Mm -hmm. it makes sense when he comes back later and he's like, okay, actually, maybe because he's like actually coming terms with it. He's not just angry and being like, well, I'm not angry anymore. Like he's actually like evolving and being like, okay, maybe I was too, maybe I was way too rough on my dad. Maybe I do Mm -hmm. need people around me. Maybe not everybody thinks sucks. I think they just saying oh. The one thing, though, is why
1: the fuck does his dad give him nuclear launch codes for no reason? Yeah. He doesn't
0: give him nuclear I mean, launch codes. Why a part coach. of
1: it? They just... Yes, they... He... I think they just go a little too far in, like, giving him access to everything. Right. Yeah, like, well, they're it's, just, it's, like...
2: it's it'd be like, oh, he's have computers so he can break into computers really yeah. well. I'm like, great, got it. You're in, like, in, sure, sure, in sure. Instead, sure. they're like, hey, my son, who I just saved from death... You now have all the responsibility of all the governments all the time. If you wanted to drop 10 billion nukes right now, you could. The stock market, it's yours, baby.
1: Like, like why I, did you yeah. do this? I think they should have just, like, pulled back a little bit in the God Mode stuff. Like, where he... its I feel like they could have taken a chapter out of... I don't love this movie, but the new RoboCop where... He is mostly, like, in his brain, he is a human, but he Mm -hmm. can't come to terms with his body. And I know that those abilities aren't, like, in his brain, but I feel like it's a little too much, like, I'm not even a human anymore, and I don't know what to do with all these robot powers in my brain. And it's just... it. I think it's just like a little too much for me, just a little bit. Also, the car crash is boring. A car crash origin story is boring, right, and, and they should have done it. They should have done it the way that it's in the comic book because it, it makes a lot more sense that he explodes in his dad's lab, and that's why he doesn't have a body anymore. Right. Why wouldn't You're, they? Why would they put well, a? Why would a car true. crash? Here's the thing: it's, it's because it's all the mom stuff boring, in the DC Because I Universe. know, but like. I know, but why couldn't his mom just also die? Fair. Also and, explode. like, only the mother box could save Victor. Like he, And then his dad had to choose in between saving his son and saving his mom, and he'd be pissed or something like that. It's just cooler. It's cooler, and it makes more sense as to why he, his dad would take him out of the hospital and be like, I got this. Chops <laughs> right. most of his body Takes off. Takes him all the way <laughs> <home>. <laughs> Step one. To Star Labs, and he's like, <laughs> I got this with this. Robot from space, I'm gonna fix you. <laughs> <doesn't>
2: well here's <laughs> the thing, is that a car crash, like origin story is not I, it's in the way that it's shot and the way the deliver it is. Because in Doctor Strange, that moment Yeah I think it's because it's so tied, it's a Doctor Strange just like lore that he gets in a car crash and that's what wrecks his hands. But like Which I, also that makes scene, sense that scene is always so fucking good of like when he's driving and he just starts doing shit and not looking and it's (laughs) this long scene of him driving and the whole time you're like oh holy shit he's gonna get into a car crash and then he does and it's just like the worst fucking car crash and it's just like brutal
0: i would also that, that
2: scene is so fucking effective and then versus this car crash Seems like an ad that they tell me to not talk to my friends while I'm driving, you know?
0: Well, I would argue that there's a big difference narratively between loved ones Mm -hmm. being killed in a car crash and the actual protagonist of the story being hurt or killed in a car crash, you know? Like, a car crash is just such an easy way to kill a mom or a daughter or whatever. Yeah. You know? I saw
2: Dark Phoenix to kill women. Exactly. Lots of women yeah. die in car crashes in films. Exactly.
0: And like there's a difference well, between that and like Doctor Strange got in a car crash and he had a horrible accident and mm-hmm. that motivates his whole character versus my mom and my sister died in a car crash and my niece and oh, my aunt too. God, my, and my grandma yeah. grandma <laughs> my girlfriend, my, my daughter. wife
1: My dog, who is a woman. (laughs) Girl dog. Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's just boring. Like, I just don't understand why you take, like, one of the cooler origin stories, like, that's horrifying and interesting and very specific to this character, and be like, actually, we're just going to have him be in a car accident. Right, right. Because it's it's not his. It's he one says,
2: thing to be like your mom was obliterated in an explosion, yeah. and another thing that to was be your like fault. there was a car crash and uh, where'd she go? We don't know. He does...
1: Victor says to his dad, it's your fault she died in that car crash. But... Uh, <laughs> Is it? Like, <laughs> if he had gone to that game, wouldn't they still be in the yeah. same car, in the same crash? But if when he goes and confronts his dad about not coming to his game at the lab, it makes sense because it is his fault right. he didn't go to the game. It just makes <laughs> me mad. I love, I love Cyborg, you guys. He's great. One of my only, like,
0: boy. sort of, like, structural, like, plot-holy criticisms of this movie is that a lot of the, like dark side stuff in this comes around to like the anti-life equation is on Earth. And that's... Which
2: fucking... Mm. I hate it. No, wait, what? what's wrong with the
0: anti-life equation?
2: No, the, the <laughs> idea of it is not bad. The fact that they fucking call it the anti-life equation I don't know, is is bad i think no a lot
0: of this stuff like dark side anti-life equation uh yeah, mother boxes it's just part of the package this is all like fucking jack kirby new gods shit from the 70s oh, i know, <laughs> yes, I I know that it
2: is
0: and that's why it's good i think
2: so you're but, but you're okay, not but gonna Zach change his whole thing is this isn't your dad's comic book so <laughs> right. then he pulls something straight from his dad's yeah. comic book you're not
1: gonna change you're gonna change victor's backstory but you're not gonna change one phrase that is the, the anti-life, anti-life equation but
0: anyway so the story is Darkseid found the anti-life equation on earth went there got his mm-hmm. ass kicked by some dudes and then had to leave was like oh fuck and left the and mother boxes to there he had, something to uh, he had to go lick his wounds yeah. um,
1: oh no but, i left my
0: boxes but then the thing is is that he's looking <laughs> for the anti-life equation and steppenwolf like discovers the anti-life equation and it's like why wouldn't you know, you were there, dark side. <laughs> like, yeah, did, did you, you forget what just forget? what happened?
1: I was so worried about my boxes I forgot about my anti-life <laughs> equation.
2: I forgot about the one time I ever lost ever and where that, <laughs> was. that was. Yeah. And also, where am I now? Yeah. Who are you? I think all of this. <laughs> what if he's just an old man with yeah, dementia, dementia and yeah. genuinely doesn't know <laughs> who like, he is at oh, any yeah. given time?
0: That'd be so funny. I did
1: want to destroy all life. Thanks for reminding dark side, me. Dark
0: side. I found the anti-life equation. He's like, what? The anti-life? Don't you remember the anti-life equation from when you want to... You want to blow up the universe, right? He's like, I do. He's like, the anti-what? You need <laughs> to speak up, son. <laughs> the anti-love for when you want to blow Jeremy? up the universe. He's like, oh yeah, I do want to blow oh. up the universe. I forgot.
2: <laughs> Where's my juice box?
1: <laughs> I think that this movie needed to be, um, two,
0: movies. Like, needed to be have... two movies. I don't think it needed to be two I think that, I mean, like I said before, this was like originally probably like a two and a half hour movie. I think that's what mm. it needs to be.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a like three hour movie stretched to four hours.
1: But there's just so much in it, you know. Like I think that what could have been more compelling is if the team gets together and they they get through it, but they still need Superman. And then they're like, "Oh, he's dead." And then at the very end, they're like, "We're gonna bring him back. We got we
0: gotta go back, Marty." <laughs> right, right.
1: And- <laughs> say that. Marty. Mar- yeah, it's it's a very famous reference to uh, Back to the Future um thank you that's yeah (laughs) Um, you ever heard of it where are we marty (laughs) (laughs) i think that would have i think it would have helped out because it just feels so bloated like and then we could have spent more time introducing the characters or it would have felt less like a drag right because it is a daunting task to only have three out of six characters introduced in the beginning of the movie and you have to introduce all of atlantis right and it's it's, it is a lot i think it could have helped out if they, they encountered Steppenwolf, and Steppenwolf's like, I got the anti-vaccine
0: <laughs> <Vaxes>. <laughs> I got the anti-vax equation. I got the
1: anti-vaxers <laughs> equation, and you're like, oh no, Darkseid's coming, and oh, we need to get Superman. Cut I'm to black. End two years later, kids. <laughs> <laughs> two years later, then you they bring back Superman, but oh no, he's Dark Superman, and that's what we all wanted. And you can spend some time with Superman being the villain instead of just like one. In like weird fight where you're like, is he okay? He's not. He's only wearing pants, and maybe he doesn't remember anything. And then five minutes later, he just flies to Smallville. Right. He's like, I remember everything now. I just need to look at corn. I think it would have. I think
2: like we need to touch some grass.
1: (laughs) I just all of this to say, I wanted more. I wanted a whole movie where Superman's dead, so that we can feel. We can mourn that Superman isn't there. There is a felt need that Superman is missing. And then the next movie, you bring him back, but he's not the right Superman. And then you can spend more time with that. And you get some more dark side. I think I think that's it. You get more money. I think that's a <laughs> weird I mean, way to get niche. more money.
0: <laughs> what I was thinking, Alan um, and I on the Batman vs. Superman episode talked about the whole idea of, like, director's cuts a lot of the time. Uh, like, we were talking specifically about the Batman vs. Superman director's cut and the Lord of the Rings extended versions Which are that, Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of, like, really interesting stuff in both of those directors' cuts. That you're like, oh, I like this scene because it sort of informs how we look at this. Or, like, it makes you look at the movie differently, like, having this extra Mm -hmm. information, you know? But they're definitely still less fun to watch, (laughs) you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I think...
0: You know, and so like the ideal situation is like, oh, I've seen the director's cut now, and now I can watch the regular version, which is shorter and snappier. And yeah, now I don't hmm. ever
2: have to watch it <laughs> And I can, just, I can have know. the
0: information from the director's cut, and I can let that sit in my brain and inform the way I watch the regular version mm-hmm. and enjoy it more. Um, I think that's you know kind that of the ideal. the set up for this movie like there's a two and a half hour movie that has a lot of good stuff cut out of it Mm -hmm. and then you watch the director's cut and you're like oh check out all this good stuff and then you go and watch the original one again you're like i remember that good stuff from the from the director's (laughs) cut
2: well the perfect director's cut is one where because this this doesn't work in this situation where it's like the stuff that is cut out is related to stuff that's kept in So that when that scene isn't there, it's not like there's a scene missing. It's like, oh, that scene added to this, but now it's not there anymore. But I can still imagine that it happened. The movie's just not directly telling me that it happened, basically. Uh Like, because that's basically what the Lord of the Rings extended editions are. It's like, this is something we talk about or this, like, affects the scene. But, like, when we take it out, it's still there, basically. It's still implied to be there. But, yeah, and then you can just, you can enjoy it. You, you can just enjoy imagine that it. nice, delicious little goodies of information. Live in your and memory. And then watch a fun, short movie.
0: Um, okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. This is something we gotta, we gotta, I think this is probably gonna take up a lot of time. The relationship between this movie and Aquaman is so fucking confusing <laughs> to me.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, I think it's really cool just because of the timeline of when all this stuff was made that they're able to, like, reference the sequels a lot more. Right. I think that's fine. Like, definitely with Wonder Woman and Aquaman, they definitely, like, reference them and, like, have Diana, like, talks about Steve and, like, oh, Steve would have loved to fly that plane. Well, Steve, it's well, like, Wonder oh. Woman came yeah. out before
0: Justice League, but, yeah.
1: Anyway, whatever. <laughs> but, but fucking... No, not 84.
0: No, not 84. Not 84?
1: 84? yeah. I was talking about 84. But because yeah, in 84, then- Wonder Woman's like, I think I'm going to get over Steve Trevor. And then in this movie, which does, it came out before, but happened after. She's like, I still am missing this one certain person. I wonder who it could be.
0: I'm but here's what who I who wanted to, okay. This this is, I want to I break this down, okay? Yes. Because the, the first time we, not the first time we see, one of the first times we see Aquaman, he's hanging out looking at Poseidon's trident. Which is, like, a whole big yeah. fucking thing in Aquaman that yeah, that uh-huh. they had to go and find it, but at this point he's just hanging out looking at it, like, I wonder if I should pick that up, deciding not to. You're like, okay, fine, <laughs> whatever. I mean, look, they probably changed it in between, but that's whatever. And, you know, obviously there's the whole thing with, like, oh, they made it so that Atlanteans speak in fucking weird whale noises, and then if they need to talk to each other in English, they have to make air bubbles to speak to each other. Which is bullshit, even in this version. That still sucks. But, like, Mm -hmm. obviously, they just decided to not do that in Aquaman, which I respect. But then the thing that really throws me through a loop because like up until now, it's like, oh, a lot of the Aquaman stuff they set up in this movie doesn't pertain to the Aquaman movie because they decided it no, sucked yeah. and they decided not to use it. And I say more power <laughs> to you on that front. But the thing is, yes. is that they added Willem Dafoe to this Snyder Cut. They took it. Yeah. The character they they from added Willem Aquaman. Willem Dafoe
1: being like, hey, your mom, remember your <laughs> and mom? Put and then in, being he's like, uh. like, I don't like my mom, my mother.
0: So it's like if you know, if you already know That these movies kind of don't really interact with each other in any meaningful way. Why would you take a character from a movie that takes place after this and retroactively put it into a movie where it doesn't make sense for him to be and he doesn't need to be there and has like super weirdly high billing in the opening credits, by the way? Mm -hmm. Willem Defoe is like fifth billed in this movie. (laughs) But, like, it's just this wild shit where it's, like, there's absolutely no correlation between what's happening in this movie and what's happening in Aquaman.
2: Yeah, no, there's nothing. Okay, so here's girl who guards the mother box and is an Atlantean. Is she love interest from Aquaman? Yes. But it's a completely different actress, and she looks
1: completely No, different. same actress no. also looks the same. It's the same actress. I think the no, wig is just... No, she fucking
2: doesn't. She does not look just, the same. It's, this wig is it's just so much it's better. It's the
1: hair. It's the hair because it's wet and in the water, and then when she's on land, it's, like, worse than a Disneyland Ariel <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why it's so yeah, red. Uh-huh. It's because in this movie, it's fucking orange, like a natural hair color,
2: and then Aquaman, she's, yeah, she's a little mermaid at Disneyland all the time so yeah i thought there was different actors actresses different people because aquaman made a shitty costuming decision
0: (laughs) um but yeah i mean i don't know it's i've never thought i don't think i've ever seen something like that where like one movie in a franchise makes like a decision about the world that's like really specific you know and then like the next movie later they're like that sucked that sorry We're just not going to do that anymore. Like I can't think of any other franchise that's that's ever done that. Because how are they supposed to talk the whole movie? (laughs) Star Wars. (laughs) When did they do that in Star Wars? Star
1: Wars. They retconned all of Episode Eight and Episode. But there's a
0: difference between adding a plot reason to like retcon (laughs) specific events and just changing the rules of the world and not acknowledging it. You know, and
1: just ignoring them and not saying anything. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I'm so upset, but all in good time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. And, like, I don't know, I, we kind of touched on this already, but, like, the inclusion of Darkseid in this movie is, like, such a better motivation for P. everybody. Oh, yeah. And, yep, 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 yep. because, I mean, we, I know we already said this, but I just I can't get over how much Steppenwolf fucking blew in the Joss Whedon version. And, My like, as much as I don't like the mother box stuff, it's still so much better in this one, where he's like, I want the mother boxes for this reason because I serve this master, and There's a particular reason why Mm -hmm. he wants them. And when I get them, they do this particular thing rather than being like, there are three boxes that will blow up and I want them.
1: (laughs) And my mom told me to get them. And my mommy. Yeah. In this movie, he needs redemption and that's why he's trying to redeem that loss and redeem himself at the same time. So it's cool and layered. And then also the way that they introduce the boxes with you see the amazonians and you see the the atlanteans like and not and you, and you see that dead box in victor's closet too it just it's all more cohesive it all makes more sense they explain everything so much better it's so good it's so and the battles are cooler the For battles sure. are yeah, better
0: absolutely <laughs> they are um we okay I'm, I know I'm just jumping around, and I, I don't know if I'm cutting you guys off at any point, but please let me know no, if I am. No, you're
3: good.
0: The, that first scene where they introduce Barry Allen, where he's, like, rescuing that girl from the car crash, is so sick. And, mm-hmm. like, I oh, love oh my God. that moment where he just fucking busts out of his shoes, and, like, the way yeah. that the glass, like, bends so far before it actually shatters, shatters. and, like, Mm -hmm. it just is, like, a really specific, really strong take on, like, how to visualize super speed like that, that I just think looks good when he's, like, stopping on the concrete, and he's, like, you know, stopping, like, a normal person walking, but you see the concrete, like, fucking ripple and, like, break underneath his feet as he, like, sort of stops himself. I just think it's all so cool.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that that scene has a little bit too much pining after a random woman for me <laughs> is that just uh, me i don't I, think i mean he there's a lot of eye contact which is fine it's a very when they like bump past each other and they make eye contact and they're like oh they like oh they like oh, maybe they think each other are hot great moving on he touches her face and looks at her in slow motion for such a long time yeah and it personally made me very uncomfortable and like i didn't mind when he like caught her and saved her because that seemed like cliche like meat cute like that part was fine to me but like the part where like when he's in slow motion he's just like
1: uh her face for like
2: <laughs> so long it made me uncomfortable
1: yeah there might have been a little bit of weed not in. snyder bloat but yeah. i i think it was i think overall it was really cool yeah, that,
2: no the, I don't yeah. want to take away from the yeah. scene. The scene as a whole and like the way that it visualizes visualizes the like <laughs> superpowers and like the way that it like moves and does stuff is super cool. Yeah.
1: He didn't need and to touch your face though. And then they was, just
2: touch her face for such a cute. long time.
0: And then he gets the hot dog. He gets the hot dog to give to the real dog.
2: To the real dogs. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. The hot dog was kind. Of, I at first I was like, "Why don't do this hot dog <laughs> like, thing?" Is he
0: hungry? What's going on? And I still
1: mostly—he's always hungry. That's the thing about me, Tony. I'm always hungry.
0: <laughs> Good
1: one. Did I get that right? <laughs>
0: Something like that.
1: God, I don't know why that got me. Uh, well, you don't like, it's the like hot both dog? Hulk you movies. You like
0: you giving the hot dog to the the real dog.
1: Yeah, the hot. D- I do like the hot dogs to the real dog. I don't like all of the hot dogs flying around that woman's face <laughs> at the same time yeah. that he's sexualizing her. I think that's...
0: Why not? Yeah, and then I don't understand. Sh- you're
2: like, what the fuck is going on here on this day? I do, Keisha, but
0: I when not gives understand it to the dogs, that's saying. funny. I you explain it to me.
1: The ho- I'm not going to explain it to you. You know exactly what it is. It's- Both of me and Keisha, we got it. As soon as he like, picked up that hot yeah. dog, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because the girl likes hot going dogs? On? <laughs> I'm going to kill you.
0: <laughs> this
1: isn't... You know why it's gross. I'm not going to explain why.
0: Because the, hot, the I'm not processed, processed meat? Not saying it, yes, the meat industry is murder. Yeah, it's exactly. true.
2: It's the biggest source of pollution.
0: <laughs> um, and what else?
2: Did you know that Tyson just fucking blasts chicken shit into the air whenever they fucking feel like it?
0: I thought it was really funny that one of the chapters was called <laughs> All the King's Horses just horses. Yeah. Uh, very much part of There are no horses of, in this not movie not except for that part. Yeah.
1: There are horses.
0: Where? The Amazonians have horses. I mean, they horses. do.
1: Throw, but that's but that's not lame. Apo- it's supposed to, uh,
0: it's
1: a dark side excuse. Steppenwolf Steppenwolf
0: does pick up and throw a horse which rules. Steppy.
1: Yeah, that's pretty sick.
0: Um, which is okay. one of those things, like, that whole scene's in the Just Whedon cut. How could Just Whedon look at that and be like, we could lose the part where he throws the horse? Like, come on. It just
1: have the horse well, fall. Well, because here's in. why. The whole fight scene with the Amazonians in the Whedon cut is so poorly choreographed that nothing makes sense at all. And you can't follow <laughs> right. any of it. Where you're like, well, I don't even, you don't even know what he's doing at that point. And it's very clear in this movie that he's chasing after the box and they're running away with the box. That's what he's chasing after. But in that one, he's just like, I'm big and bad. (laughs) And this is a bad CGI landscape. (laughs) And this is the Microsoft background.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I do love that moment where. Queen Amazon, I forget what her name is. She looks is a lot name?
0: like Catherine O'Hara in this movie, but it's not Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, but
2: where she that moment where she like just escapes the the big the the dome the Thunderdome the Thunderdome yeah and like which is not in the, the first thunder- one and we see it like fall into the water and crash off the cliffs and like just that like moment of just pure destruction and she's just standing on the edge of the cliff like looking at this like churning water of rocks and carnage and you're like you, you know going through her head mm-hmm. right now is she's like oh fuck nobody survived that because she's thinking about the amazon stuff right there and she's just yeah. like man just like she's just like thinking about this loss and she's just watching this water churn and then you just immediately see all the demons just, like, spring out of it immediately. I love that. I think that's super cool. Because we spent such a long time of her just staring at this, like, angry ocean. And then having all of the demons
1: just come out of it is super cool. Uh- and, like, you see them feel pain when they get shot. Instead of just being <laughs> alive or being dead. You yeah, see them. Yeah, either or. And you, and you see Barry feel pain, too. Like, right before he goes into the Speed Force, he's, like... I just got the wind knocked out of me. I'm fine. And then you cut down, and he's, like, literally, there's, like, giant gash in his side. It's so... Mm. That was such a cool moment. That, it was
2: really, like, Spider-Man moment, where it's, like, he's, like, that young kid, and he's, like, obviously, like, he's, like, crying and, like, shivering and, like, obviously in pain. That's, like, oh, it's, like, just so, like... oh fuck. Like, I don't get why superhero people don't understand that when someone is feel in pain, you immediately feel empathy for them, and if they right. are yeah. a child, that empathy is even more so. Like, I always fucking think about in the Spider-Man movie, where that whole fucking building falls on Peter, and he's just holding it, and he's just, like, crying, and you're like, oh, fuck, Peter, no! <laughs> yeah. Like... Obviously, it's not the same scene, but, like, when he just, like, gets up and he's like, no, it's okay, I'm fine. And he's, like, crying and he's shaking and, like, holding his, like, side because he doesn't want to let his friends down. It's like,
1: oh, It's scary. good.
0: like Barry. Yeah.
1: I love Barry Allen. I love the Flash. I love you too, Wally West, whenever you get your DCEU
0: (laughs) I think. Moment. I've always said, because one of the things that Tom Hanks liked to say in interviews for a while is he was like... (laughs) I want to play a superhero, man. I'd love to play a superhero, but I think I'm just too old. I don't think anybody would make me a superhero. I think Tom Hanks should play Jay Garrick. I think he should play old Helmet <gasps> Flash. I thought you were oh. going to say
2: Tom Hanks should play old Gritty Batman. Oh,
0: no. I no, would, no, no, that would would no, no, no,
1: no. That would be not right at all, but old <laughs> Jay mean? Garrick, that would no, be really that would be, good. No that, would, no, that would
2: showcase it so well because we know Tom Hanks is being this sweet guy and we know Batman is being the hero, so for him to be not that at the same time i think would get the idea across so beautifully it's like oh this is but this is shitty angry old tired batman and you're like oh fuck Mm -hmm. yeah it's tom hanks i'm sad it's great i think
1: people would be like oh why is mr rogers so upset (laughs) why is he punching my dad (laughs) why is Mr. why oh his little adopted son got scrambled up by the joker somehow so
0: sad um, but yeah, that's my pitch. Tom Hanks is Jake Eric, weird. Do you know who I'm talking about, I think that's Adeline? Great. The version of the flash. No that like about. has the weird helmet yeah. with the wings Silver on it. Silver
1: helmet. The oh, first the flash. Time.
0: He's like an old guy. He's like yeah, yeah, yeah. always an older guy. I think yeah, that's a come good Come on, Hanks Multiverse
1: role. They said multiverse in this movie, so I'm. They said I'm, the words. I googled. Yes, so I'm ready. The, to be
2: fair, the Joker said them, so who <laughs>
1: knows? No, but Dark Side also or some separate. also? They were like in all of the
0: multiverse. Blah, 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 blah. Although and I, I was did like, just go go was like, Jay Garrick, and how many and the universes came up do you with? fuck up? Do you think? I think I don't think he was saying like literally you've been in different universes. I think he's just saying like of all the th- ways things could have turned out, how many ways do you think you fucked it up? Because of you're all, an the idiot? all the gin
2: joints and all the.
0: But when I did Google Jake Garrick just now, one of the first things that came up under an image search is a Photoshop of Harrison Ford playing Jay Garrick, which I think is bad.
1: Yeah, he's just too. I think he's a little too actually. Uh, I, don't, cantankerous. I don't think Harrison
2: Ford would have fun. No,
0: with I don't that. think so. He'd he be like, he I have to that. run.
1: You you you're saying I have to run to be in this movie?
2: <laughs> well, and like, like I, I think it would just be too much special effects for him. I think he would just like he's like, this is so fun. Why am I? No, yeah, Harrison Ford for would fucking hate yeah. it. Yeah. Stop making Harrison Ford do things he doesn't want to <laughs> do. Just let him be Indiana Jones and move on. You want to know again. what I keep
0: thinking about watching this movie? Is that like the whole time Barry Allen's like, oh, I'm a I'm in college. I'm a criminology major. And it always just makes me think of the fucking Flash TV show where Grant Gustin is like, I'm 19 and I'm a detective. <laughs> just he's like,
1: 25. <laughs> I'm the teen boy detective. Yeah. You're, you're being
0: dissuaded by the glee of it all. Even if he's 25, because nobody's a de- police detective at 25 <laughs> He's not a years detective.
1: Old. He's not, but he's not a detective. He works as a, he's in, he does the, you know, the science He's an part. expert
0: in his field. <laughs> He's not an
1: expert. No, he's not. Yes, he have is. you watched the show? Yes, I no, have.
0: He's a fucking, like forensic <laughs> professional. Yeah, he
1: does he does the forensics, but he's not number 1. He's bad at it. They're always that bad at it. That is not him. a job
0: that anybody has at age 25, Keisha. Don't try to pretend.
1: Listen, I'm sorry that you're pro cop. What?
0: I don't know. Uh, I
1: don't know. I don't know anything about real life. Also, Lane is pro cop.
0: <laughs> I also like the way that they sort of dial Alfred in this movie. Because one of the things that Adeline and I think is so funny about Batman versus Superman is how genuinely miserable and angry Alfred feels at all times. And like, (laughs) how
2: much he fucking hates Batman so much. And like, this movie
0: is very much more (laughs) the like normal Alfred dynamic where it's like, they Mm -hmm. are deeply friends, but they like to razz each other, you know, as opposed to like genuinely being bitter and angry. (laughs) yeah and he's
1: doing so much stuff i love seeing alfred do all this stuff
0: if they feel like they have a alfred and
2: diana's like dynamic i think that's so much fun where they're just like i don't know they're just like it's because like diana doesn't feel like she's in charge of this guy so they can just like be friends and like be funny and she's like do you want me to make you some tea he's like no 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 you can do it (laughs) yeah i love that right what are you doing like i love that scene
1: it's It's so good. good I've been making tea for forty years for this family. (laughs) Um, can we talk about when Batman and Wonder Woman held hands for a second, and they had they did that because I don't think that needed to be. I thought that was fun. I kind of. I think that there is a
0: very specific phenomenon. I'll speak to my experience as a man here. Um, okay. Which is that there's just a certain amount of just nervousness whenever you're around somebody who's really pretty, no matter what your situation but is. But he's
1: Ben Affleck, and the,
0: just there is a very visceral recognition to me of that. Not that it's like they like each other; they're gonna get together. Yeah. It's more like yeah. just an acknowledgement of the that like fundamental weird sort of embarrassment of just like oh fuck no god now she's gonna think oh god damn it you just like yeah exactly help but, like, like it's
2: not it's not genuine romantic tension it's like tension that people have like, it's like an acknowledgement yeah it's an
0: acknowledgement of like how much space in a room wonder woman takes up just because of like yeah. <laughs> the way she is and like if that happened to you you'd be like oh my god, I'm going to kill myself. Like, I cannot...
2: <laughs> I'm, I have like, to, I'm so
0: sorry. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's not I like, are like, gonna kiss me, maybe. It's, like, just an acknowledgement yeah. of, like, the presence she has.
1: I don't know. I think in the world of movies, it's hard to, like, put in a scene like that, especially if it wasn't originally in the, the theatrically released movie. And then say, like, well, we didn't want them to get together. It's just, we, you know, we just... We well, like the scene. I feel like... It's, I think that it it think that it just is another one of those like Snyder bloat things where you're like yeah, I don't know if we actually needed to throw that in cuz it doesn't really add to the characters at all I think Joss
2: Whedon pushed way more for a Batman Wonder Woman romance than Snyder ever does. Cause yeah. we have that whole scene where he's like, I don't remember it exactly. He's, but like, he's like Steve uh.
1: Trevor. Uh.
2: Well, he's like, I'm old and I'm her, and she's like, oh, let me be the only human presence in this whole movie, <laughs> the only one with any emotions. So there's like obviously romantic tension between them. And it's then then they don't get together or do anything, and you're like, why are they having this whole conversation about their feelings and their emotions? And then, then it's just, it's bad. There's so much, like, pushing them together for no reason. And then in this movie, like, that moment, like, because so much of the rest of their relationship is just, like, business and, like, allies and, like, doing things together. And, like, obviously there's that tinge of, like, because we're bringing the family together. Like, obviously they like each other and they care about each other and they're passionate about what they're doing. But, like, I don't know. Like, I agree with Jackson. Like, it didn't seem like... It it seemed like the, like, tension that you have to get out of the way of, like... uh Intergender relationships of like, yeah, we're not getting together, and it's like, okay, great. Right. Like, this I, is yeah, awkward. Yeah. We're over it. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just feel like that. What there wasn't any tension until they introduced that, but maybe that's just me. But
2: I think that got rid of the tension completely when that scene happened. It was like when they were like, "Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, no, it's good. You're good." No, it's for fine. me, that, <laughs> that made me think it's like, that's "Oh, they're not getting too. together." Like that, the tension's no, gone. No, for it's me, great. that
1: added that added to like before. I was just like, "Oh, I, maybe it is because I watched the movie right before and." there that wasn't there and so i There's so much
2: more romantic so i like noticed it right. yeah
1: but i it just i yeah i just think it it was weird to bring that up and then be like well why did you think that they were going to be in a relationship why would you're you're stupid for thinking that dummy when they like added a scene that was specifically meant to Add in the tropes of Oh our hands touched You know Well
0: let me take a look At the record And uh Looks like KJ is outvoted Two to one So uh, Looks like yeah, That it looks seems like good actually I
1: don't know if that's yeah. Actually how that works You're I think just, that uh, objectively No yeah though.
0: It seems like We've looked at the court I would say
1: that I actually have i most likely have much more experience in the uh, rom romedy comedy genre so i have experienced and witnessed these tropes far more often than you have so i am much more qualified in dissecting such scene
0: Thank that's you. not how a court of law works like, put it
1: up for a, a romantic vote. comedy i think you've lost your integrity because that's, 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 you just watch but everything it is a is romantic, romantic comedy. it's a romantic, romantic beat a romantic though comedy. it's a it was a beat that was played for romantic quality. What comedy. If it was sub-
2: subversive taking what you thought would be romantic and it's not. You can't just
1: disagree by saying it's subversive. That's not how <laughs> yes, life I works. Can. No. I, then I that means I've that you don't have an argument. You.
2: I know how it works. That means
1: you don't have an argument, actually. So, anyway, I'll, I'd like to throw it to the audience. I'm going to, I'm going to, what, what, let's let the audience. Everybody sing along. in the audience <laughs> fucking hates this yeah, movie. Yeah, no, everybody in the audience is telling
0: us to stop and that they hate this, which is quite rude. Okay, I'm just well. going to say, but we'll move on.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Listen, okay. you can't knock it till you try it. Um,
0: when, I don't... I mean, I feel like we're getting to the end of our whole thing here. I mean, we talked a lot. I mean, as far as this thing being four hours, I honestly think this movie's really well-paced. The first moment oh. when I got, like, really, really tired was, like, in the big fight at the end. Like, when they're at the power plant, like, fighting all the para- Koopa paratroopas. Like, mm. that was the first time where I was like... Okay, I think I'm done here, (laughs) you know, Mm. like, I sort of knew how this thing was going to play out. And then the fact that there's like 40 minutes of like epilogue afterwards was like, Jesus. Uh, But like, honestly, up until then, I mean, the first like, basically three hours of the movie, I was just trucking along. I was like, yeah. Like, I knew it was going to be a long movie, and I was mentally prepared it. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it. not a
2: surprise that it's four hours. Yeah. It was, like, mm-hmm. everybody knows how long this movie I've is. I've always said I mean, like, that I, a movie
0: should be under two hours or over three hours, and nothing in between is yeah. acceptable.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think we've already basically delivered our thesis of, like, it's not as buck wild as we envisioned, but it's just a better Justice League movie. Yeah, it's movie. just totally good. And, like... Yeah, And maybe it shouldn't have been four hours long, but, like, it's not the biggest deal in the world that's four hours right. long, because we all knew that going in, and it's still a better movie than the two and a half hour one, yeah. so.
0: And,
1: yeah, I stand by what I said. I still think this movie would have been better as two two hour long movies. Right. And they could be sure. longer if they needed to be, they needed to be snidered out. <laughs> But I still think that the pacing... But then you have
2: the Hobbit effect, where you have a story that you could stretch out into two, but then those two stretches seem like really far stretches, you know? <laughs> They just
0: feel think so that's, much longer. I
1: think that is applicable yeah. to The Hobbit, which is a one-book long movie, or one book that was stretched into three movies, where this is a four-hour-long film. That's so... <laughs>
2: My hot take is that the Hobbit movies could have been two movies. They didn't need to be a trilogy like the original. And no, but
1: did you that. don't get you don't get as much money when you do that, Adeline. Yes, you no, know, you're know you right. <laughs> but uh, and The box sets don't look as good on my nerd shelf. True.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what I said at the beginning, I still think holds true. It's like, I think if this, even if it was four hours long, I think if this movie came out in theaters in 2017, I think the critical and commercial reception would have been like, yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Like Batman v Superman I mean, was rough, but they kind of pulled it together like for this. Finally,
2: after Justice League, a good movie. Yeah. Like, or not After, mm. Justice after Batman League, versus Batman. Superman, a good yeah. movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because this is a competent film yeah. <laughs> where it makes it makes sense, and the characters ha- are doing things that align with what happened to them. Whereas the Snyder version is well, we know that the Justice League, ex- not the Snyder version, the Whedon version, right, is we know yeah. the Justice League exists, so. Yeah, here it is, as a movie. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. What
0: if this was a movie? <laughs> what,
1: what you want build up to this? You
2: want to know why we're all here? Uh,
1: right. no. Well, uh, here's Barry Allen saying something funny. Waka waka.
0: We all we all know about the Justice League. What this movie presupposes is, what if it was good?
2: That's what yes. we've come
0: here to show you today.
2: What if it the made daring sense. ideas of Zack Snyder? What if the Justice League was a good movie?
0: <laughs> um. And so any other guys we need to talk about? Deadshot, he's at the Apocalypse at the end. Oh,
1: yeah. He is.
0: Um, Jesse Eisenberg, also, like, very high billed in this same movie, thing. considering he literally appears in it for, like, less than two minutes of a four-hour movie. Yeah. The billing order is crazy in this, I just gotta say. It don't <laughs> make no sense. Diane Lane, also very high billed.
1: That's and true. She earned that, though. That also, the, the Martha Kent and Lois Lane stuff is so, so much better. Yeah. Like, I know we kind that of works. touched on it, but it's just... <laughs> There's actually less give of it, them it, room it to still breathe. out better. Better? Yeah. Wow. It's just, it makes sense that instead of Lois Lane, like, a third of the way through the movie trying to get over Superman doesn't do it until the very end it just makes a lot more sense like that scene where she reaches over for him like she's still doing that it's sad it's sad but it's good it's better thank you i love amy adams she deserves everything amy adams deserves every
2: single oscar that's ever been given to anyone maybe diane lane is so high
0: build because she's playing two different characters in this movie
1: yeah it's very that's complex i
0: got got
2: two hot takes so i'm just gonna quick fire, shoot him, and we're going to get him out of the way, and then we can stop talking about this okay. movie. So, A, eh, I love that scene where Superman is Superman again, and he goes into the ship to get his scary Superman suit, and you just have the amp versus amp inspiration of <laughs> <with> different dad <laughs> speeches. Good, where it's like, oh, yeah. which dad is he going to listen
3: to? He's, he's like, Earth he's dad both. Or is he gonna be a dad?
2: <laughs> that's, that's great. That's a fun thing. That's a fun scene that I enjoy. And I think this is the thing that's in both Justice League movies. It's like, is superman way overpowered yes is it cool as shit and fun to watch also yes yeah when he so punches I don't mind people in this movie
1: so crazy overpowered. yeah whenever
0: he punches somebody in this movie it feels so fucking good <laughs> The way they just absolutely yeah, it's like, get laid uh, out. Oh, when he
1: headbutts Wonder Woman, oh my. <laughs> when he, like, so yeah, powers, if someone, she, were to he like... headbutts her, she headbutts him back, and it's equal, and then he flies <laughs> up and just knocks her out. Oh, that was so dope. Yeah. So good. If someone
2: were to walk up to me on the street and be like, hey, Superman is overpowered in Justice League, I'd be like, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yes.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Earth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do. I, wait,
1: I have one more okay. thing. I have one more thing. I want to say when Wonder Woman sees Superman alive and she goes, "Kalel, no! It makes me laugh every time because it's just... just. True, it's weird. Like, just let her say Clark. I know that that she's going with the your Kryptonian son angle, but it's... But he doesn't even know that. Yeah, I think anchoring him down to being a human being and calling him Clark Kent because that's his name that he knows would be helpful and also would help Gal Gadot out with her accent because going <laughs> "Kaleo no" just makes me giggle. I don't, I don't know, know. How don't does she Gal- even know
0: God. his Kryptonian name? Like I don't get that. I don't
1: uh, know. When she, they, Yeah,
2: she's like a mysterious like that. She's been
1: around. Know. She's a historian. She's old. <laughs> Kaleo no, hey guys.
2: So, I don't know what's up with your guys' cut of this movie, but I oh, actually Jesus went into Christ. the deep code of the Snyder of the Snyder cut and I found some really creepy like Fuck. YouTube like inner like we're gonna have to power codeine. through this guy <laughs> and I followed the coding and I put it into my computer this podcast
0: episode is gonna website. be longer than this. Snyder and I
2: clicked yeah. onto the website and it led me to a different thing and I looked and it was like Superman's face but it's, it's just way. as bloated you, you like do the back every time and Superman was in all black it's always in it the really back. turns red and my computer red. melted and my computer just kept melting through my table <laughs> and then through the floor and then it sent and then went to the center of the earth and then the world like got tipped over and exploded.
0: <laughs> the world tipped over. <laughs> I remember anyway, that happening. Welcome to
2: Creepy Pasta Book Club. I have a really short one okay, today good. that I think I think we will enjoy <laughs> thoroughly. All right. I'll just
1: let you read right through that guy.
2: It's very it's very short. I swear. It's also <laughs> very it's it's very good. It feels very on brand for the episode today. <laughs> okay, let's go. If Discord would open, please, that would be amazing.
0: But yeah, and it's like... Clark, no. Okay, I guess I'll just read this and then we can get back into our (laughs) closed thoughts. (laughs) This creepypasta is called An Odd Occurrence at the Train Tracks. Okay, it is quite short, thank you.
2: Uh, (laughs) It's very short. (laughs)
0: uh, Edwin was widely considered to be one of the better actors of his time. Some even called him the best overall. With a healthy theatrical love for Shakespeare plays, he found any chance he could get to get involved in one. A contest... A a contestant among critics to be the finest Hamlet that there ever was and ever will be. That was just a weirdly constructed sentence, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, welcome to creepypossum.com, that happens a lot.
0: (laughs) After being selected out of a few other popular performers for a role, as well as a visit to... hold on after this is a real (laughs) challenge after being selected out of a few other popular performers for a role as well as to visit his sister he eagerly awaited at the train station i'm thinking really Mm -hmm. hard about what the fuck that means i guess he's getting on the train so
1: he got picked to play hamlet and and he's he's gonna go visit his sister. sister But he have to yeah. get on the train to go do those things.
0: This is a short, creepypasta, but it's going to take me an hour to read it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what they're like. <laughs> it's like, um, like, you know, in high school, and you pick a book, and you're like, it's the shortest one, and it's because it's, like, written in code, and you have no idea what it's <laughs> Yeah, called. you have to put
2: it through. You're
0: like, oh, no, the this book. is the oh, Matrix.
1: <laughs> tricked you out, you
0: idiots. <laughs> it was loud and populated with people, the air being filled with the noise and chatter among the others there. The day was chilly and filled with rainfall, making the station having an almost white noise sound around it. Mm. Bars. When the train finally (laughs) arrived, the crowd was all too anxious to get on the train and hurtled towards it, pushing a young college student near the edge of the platform. He struggled to keep his footing and stumbled onto the tracks as he lost his balance. Edwin, having witnessed this from the corner of his eye, yelled at the conductor to stop the train, but the man was unable to hear him over all the frantic noise, and it was already too late for him to do so. The train began to move, and towards the young man, who was now trapped between the carts. Okay. After waiting- That's so sad. So wait, he's between- he fell onto the tracks in between two different train cars?
2: Apparently. I, I, I guess. I fucking guessed,
0: dude. (laughs) After waiting for for certain doom as the wheels began to turn before him.
2: (laughs) Like ten minutes. The man
0: closed his eyes before suddenly being lifted and helped off the tracks quickly. The scholar recognized Edwin and called him out by name as he was lifted from the train tracks. The carts passing by as he was saved from death lifted by the collar of his shirt. They looked at each other briefly, silent, before the schoolboy thanked him. After saving his Gee, life.
3: Mr. <laughs> thanks, Mister.
0: After saving his life, after a quiet moment, Edwin introduced himself to the boy, who in turn revealed that his name was Robert. They would never see each other again. In a matter of a few weeks after the incident, the President of the United States was murdered in the White House and in an event that shocked <laughs> the world and nation, the actor was the brother of John Wilkes Booth who assassinated the student's father, Abraham Lincoln. End of story! What? What? Wait. What?
1: Does this person know anything about Abraham Lincoln?
0: Wait. Okay, wait. Like how he wasn't murdered in the White House? Okay. So, first of all, no indication that this is said in the past, eh?
1: You should be using your imagination.
0: Second of all, <laughs> why Who cares if it's the brother Of John Wilkes Booth Why not because just have it be John related. Wilkes Booth
1: Because they were related It was like wow what? Connections There are connections out there You know
0: what this is like You know that Lonely Island song I fucked my aunt
1: <laughs> Where it's like, I saved the brother Of my father's
0: murderer No because that song is like Oh And I was a kid and, you know, I was just a teenager and I was so horny and my aunt came to visit me and she was all wet from the rain. And then six years later, I fucked her sister, you know? (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's the misdirect. (laughs) This feels like that, where it's like, and I saved this man, and it turns out that later, Abraham Lincoln got assassinated. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, isn't that so sad?
0: <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck? Because he was fuck? an
1: actor, Jackson. He was,
0: he <laughs> this was an is, actor. And
1: one of them was a scholar. <laughs>
0: this is an A tier.
1: I'm glad that this wasn't like... <laughs> this,
0: Adeline. This, Keep up the good work. This,
1: <laughs> this very... F- Good painter. Some say he was the best painter, and it turned out he was the brother of Hitler. thought <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that. Isn't that fucking just crazy? That- <laughs> it's basically the same thing. I mean, it's not the same scale, but it's, you know, you're like, all right, I guess. Sure. <laughs> okay. Abraham Lincoln he was- did not have any children, did he?
0: Oh my god. Uh, yes, he did,
1: didn't he? Mary Todd Lincoln. She popped some out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. Pretty sure I mean, that she he did have children. She really did. Uh George Washington never had any biological children. But I think Abraham Lincoln had a, a decent amount.
0: So okay, my my closing thoughts on the Snyder cut is is that yes. like, you know, I understand why people don't like Zack Snyder movies. Totally fine. Well, within yes. your rights, you don't have totally to understand. free country. He loves the slow mo. I also I also totally understand. Why you would be frustrated by the whole idea of the Snyder Cut. You could argue it sets yes. a bad precedent. The more I think about it, it I don't does. really think it does because of the reasons I said. Like, I don't think we're ever going to see something like because this happen. Because of the conversation that we had. <laughs> um, because
1: of, the,
0: because of the, the implications. Some there is a certain... I'm happy that this is actually being well-received. I'm happy that there's sort of a consensus among people that it's actually pretty good and that we were a little harsh about the whole thing which I appreciate, but there are still yeah. so many people that are so angry and mean about this whole thing. And it's like, at the end of the day, this is a guy who, like, got to finish his movie after four years because his daughter mm-hmm. committed suicide, yeah. you know? And it's like, let's just be chill about it. Can we, like,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. you know? And
2: it's like, even, the what, what's so weird about the whole situation is that, like, it sets a bad precedent, but like even the situation itself, like, isn't that bad? Like the mood, like the plot of the movie, doesn't have anything heinous in it. It's not like it's like pushing some agenda that we should not be spreading. Right. Like it's it's literally just a movie. Yeah. Like there's nothing, there's nothing horrible about it. You know? And it's like
0: as far as I know, maybe maybe someone's gonna drop a truth bomb on me on Twitter later. But like Zack Snyder's not a reprehensible guy. He seems really nice. And he just makes movies that are really goofy and weird, you know? And it's yeah. like... And people are just so fucking angry about it sometimes. I don't get it. Like, I guess it's just the idea that it's like, oh, he represents what's bad about, you know, blockbuster filmmaking. And him b- being successful portends more shitty movies in the future. And I think it's important that we make good movies, I guess. But, like, I am like I,
2: I hate that narrative, though, because he's not. Like, he's not the one making the boring yeah, movies. It's Joss fucking Whedon. Kill him. Don't kill Zack Snyder. Whoa.
0: Don't <laughs> kill anyone.
2: <laughs> but if you're going to.
0: Um, but, yeah, and you know what? It's just uh, somebody else on Twitter said, like, We should all just be celebrating how much of a colossal L this is for Joss Whedon, you know?
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, oh yeah, Joss Whedon is getting dunked on. (laughs) They said you thought Justice League was a problem? Actually, no, it's a competent film, that's pretty good. Joss Whedon got fucking
0: bodied this month, like, dude. Has anybody yeah, taken a... like,
1: oh, you could have made a good movie, but you didn't? They said, you could have been a good movie, and you could have been a good person, but you chose to be bad <laughs> in both fronts. <laughs> you chose to be
2: bad at your job, and bad
0: as a person. Joss Whedon <laughs> really is Very having good. a really rough couple of months, isn't he? Yeah, 2021 is not <laughs> his not his, not his. Not his time. And you know what? Good. What if
1: the
2: next headline that you saw was, like, Joss Whedon gets COVID? Like,
0: what would you... <laughs> <sighs> I would be like, that's... So. People shouldn't like, be getting COVID.
2: Joe Sweden's really bad <laughs> here.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I I don't know. I was looking around. I'm going to keep looking around for a funny the review. Reviews. I found one that I think I kind of like. But Keisha, why don't you start pitching and then I'll 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 come back with something.
1: I will. Welcome to the baseball game, ladies and gents and non-binary friends.
0: Vents. new Pals.
1: Anyway. Uh, thank you for listening. If you would like, you should come join us in our Discord, which the link is in the description. Uh, we have a lot of fun chit chatting about lots of different stuff there. Uh, you can follow us at No Nerds Pod. You can follow Jackson at Jepper Pack. You can follow Adeline at HollabackHorse. Horse. And I don't have a Twitter, but I would. Like to encourage you, if you have any spare dollars or coins that you should donate to the GoFundMe for Asian American Pacific Islander relief slash uh just, you know, you know, things are bad and They're I bad. I would like to plug um just supporting Asian Americans and this time and if you can't, maybe just watch a movie or a or read a book or watch a documentary because anything helps and it's good to learn about uh your friends of color the end
0: book read a book (laughs) (laughs) read a book uh is that it i wasn't listening i was reading did we do do we hit discord twitter
1: wow yeah oh yeah Yeah. i got all that i mean i heard the part at the end
0: that was the important part i was also reading (laughs) angry (laughs) reviews of the snyder cut at the same time though okay yes
1: (laughs) Just yes. split your brain. I plugged, I plugged, I plugged I'm all the like, things. like, you know,
0: really urgent racial injustice issues. Also shitty takes about the Snyder <laughs> Cut in left brain, right brain. Yeah, all of those. There are two wolves inside me. <laughs> yeah.
1: One is concerned about Asian Americans, and the other is much more concerned about <laughs> Zack Snyder.
0: And I want that on the record. I care more about this more for certain. Okay. Do you guys want to hear a uh, one-star review of the Snyder Cut? This review comes from Letterboxd.com, and uh, they say, Thank God, Hack, quote, Batman fucks Lois Lane, unquote, Snyder, is factually done forever, raping the DCEU with his franchise killing, character ruining, repeatedly failed abortions. Real DC fans are finally, truly, and really free at last. And then the smiley face emoji. Hmm.
2: <laughs> I hate. I hate this man. <laughs> well, that's uh. Maybe maybe a different one. Maybe <laughs> we do a different, different
0: one? one. I'm concerned. I don't <laughs> no, know what no. Batman fucks Lois Lane is, because that doesn't. Ha- I've, that's never yeah, happened. Yeah. When does he
1: do that? And that he like ruins her life, you know, because she dies. Spoiler <laughs> alert, guess. Maybe?
0: Okay. Do you want me to find a new one? Yeah, I will find a new one. See,
2: n- Eh. Yeah, well, that one was just had a lot of charged (laughs) language that I don't enjoy.
1: It's like into in into the woods when the witch is like, he was robbing me, raping me, and you're like, no, he wasn't. He just stole some beans out of your garden.
0: She was being violated. Girl. Okay, here's a here's a better one. do you want to hear a one-star review
1: wait wait okay. wait
0: wait,
2: hold on hold on hold on hold on i like the implication that maybe this person is saying that it's batman fucking lois lane that causes her to die and i think we should just like take a moment and just be in that space
3: okay. for
0: a moment dude just okay, his dick was too good it's just <laughs> really bad, bad. He, yeah or really it bad it was consensual yeah. sex dog. but he was so bad at it she died
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, see, they, was, they were in a car. Or in good. Car we don't crowd. know. It's uh, <laughs> unclear.
0: Um, so, would you like to hear a one star review of Zack Snyder? Yes, I would. Thank you. Uh, this is from letterbox.com This person gives the Snyder Cut one star, and they say, Max, if you see this, fuck you.
2: <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> All right. Is that better? I liked it. Yeah, that's <laughs> I like I liked it a lot. Um, Man, Max sure knows where, where <laughs> yeah. he can where he can start. Yeah, sorry,
0: Max, Max. Feel, Max. That's
2: not how we feel. <laughs> I don't know. What is
0: Max, Max come on it? the podcast. Set <laughs> the story straight. We all know a Max. Come on, we all
2: know.